0: does that mean if you figure out the design you can cheat death Alex you've already done that by walking off the plane your friends departure shows that death has a new design for all of you now you have to figure out how and when it's coming back at you play your hunch Alex if you think you But remember, the risk of cheating the plan, of disrespecting the design, could incite a fury that could terrorize even the Grim Reaper. And you don't even want to fuck with that, Mac Daddy.
1: I'm Kate and I'm Ariana and welcome back to another gorgeous sexy meeting of the nightlight horror movie club Yay! Mm-hmm. we are a podcast slash internet community where we talk about all things horror uh, scary movies but just also true crime uh, paranormal stuff exorcisms and whatnot and pretty much anything we consider spoopy uh, and today we are covering an iconic horror classic a franchise favorite.
2: It's the original Final Destination. <laughs> <gasps> Winner of our nostalgia poll. Kate was Hell super yeah. stoked. She texted me. She was like, Final Destination needs to be on there. <laughs> I
1: did. <laughs> I was so excited. You called it. I did. I was like, listen, there is nothing more. No- I'm sorry. I, the first thing, because as as Ariana knows, um, I keep a little, I do my scrawled out notes as I'm watching the movie. I don't look down. I just like feverishly scrawl onto the paper.
2: <laughs> and like the, you're in
1: a séance,
2: exactly. Like a, like I'm in a séance. You're receiving the, <laughs> the message. <Yes.
1: laughs> I'm just receiving it and just putting my pen to paper and yeah. scribbling it out. And so the first things I'm writing, is just nostalgia. And I'm like Devin Sawa, Ally Larder, nine inch nails. I know I was beside I do miss
2: the openers where they're like spooky image and then like a name spooky image name I feel like that was such like a 2000s thing it was which I think black phone might have done that because black phone was trying to go for that Ah, love that gave us a lot of what we needed gave us what the nostalgia
1: and so did this movie I I assume that you're a fan I can just tell by knowing you (laughs) <laughs> that you like this Yes, movie? I yeah.
2: love Final Destination. I saw it when it first came out when I was younger. And me and Kate were talking about how literally this movie is referenced in our daily lives probably at least once a week. All the time. All the time.
1: All the time, because I drive for a living. So, and that's not even this <laughs> Final Destination. <laughs> it's a different one. But everyone who's seen any Final Destination knows what I'm talking about when I say you're on the highway and you see the logs and you're like, this is how I go. This is how I die. Yeah. It's either final destination
2: or the descent. Exactly. Pick one.
1: (laughs) The pick one. (laughs) I pick, I pick the descent. I think I'd rather go that way. Yeah. Yeah. The logs is definitely the descent. Yeah. 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 Uh, The sharpened poles, (laughs) loosely (laughs) dangling from the backs of trucks. You see it a lot, folks. Uh, And I always change lanes, but um, I want to talk about this movie. Of course, I want to talk about kind of my first viewing experience with it. I want to know about Ariana's and I want to talk about now viewing it, what, 23 years after it came out? That's Bananas. Oh, God. I know. Oh God. Ew,
2: gross. I hate that.
1: <laughs> Yikes. But first, um, I have a I have a tale to tell. Oh, God. A tale to tell. So if tell you guys... Tell us the tale. I, I am going to tell you the tale. So if you guys hang out with us on our Instagram, uh, Nightlight Horror Movie Club, you might have seen that I, like, disappeared for 10 days. <laughs> I just, like... Didn't post anything. I had people messaging me like, are, are you okay? Like, are you good? They were like, I hope you're enjoying a break and not a mental breakdown.
2: <laughs> the good kind of break. The
1: good kind. Not the kind where I'm wearing socks in a little cubby hole. All the walls have cinder blocks on them and you can only use tape to put your paintings up. Not that kind. The fun <laughs> kind. Not the kind you're like, do they take my insurance? Not that kind of break. <laughs>
2: that's for later that's later <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's after this one when you yeah. come back to America and you realize what life you have chosen because uh, I went to Italy and it was so fun it was this vacation trip thing that my partner and I have been planning for literally 10 years wow did you yeah one of the first gifts that he ever gave me was um. Oh, an a, a, it was like a Italian phrase book because I was Aww. like, we're going to go to Italy one day. Um, and I was in Italy. I was in Rome whenever I got a text that gave me a panic attack. And it was Ariana texting me at like midnight or whatever. And she's like, hey, uh, here's like, can you like review all of this podcast scheduling information? <laughs> and I'm like having a panic attack because I don't have my planner or anything. I'm like, I don't know. It should be fine. And she's like, when are you going on your trippy trip?" <laughs> I remember you saying trippy trip. <laughs> when are you going on a
2: trippy trip? I'm like, I'm on it's it now. because I was drunk when I texted you.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm on it right now. I promise I'll check my planner when I get home. I'm so sorry. I don't have internet. And she's like, okay. So then I go to the second leg of our trip, which is in a different part of Italy. And Nick's very excited about this part because he planned this Part. Normally I plan everything because I'm controlling, but he planned this part of the leg of the trip. But I'm so excited. He shows us our Airbnb, and you can see the you can see Lake Como from the Airbnb. We're so excited. And I go in, and there's it's weird. It's there's some red balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and when I see some, I mean a lot of red balloons.
2: Red balloons leading
1: to the bathroom, and I'm Ew. like,
2: okay, this is romantic. <laughs> okay, Nick, what is going on? <laughs> What are we going to do in the bathroom? I was like, and,
1: he, and he was, I was like, I don't quite understand, but I, th- this Airbnb didn't have any reviews yet. So I was very, sus- like very skeptical of it. I was like, Suspicious. this is a weirdo. This is a weirdo who runs this Airbnb, but that's fine. I'm like, we're in a good mood. And then I follow it to the bathroom. Cause like you have no choice, right? You follow the red balloon trail to the bathroom and the sink is filled <laughs> with red balloons, filled with red balloons. What? what? That's crazy. And I'm like, that's, that's cute. Cool, 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 cute. Um, And then I turn around and the shower stall is closed and filled from tile to ceiling with 8 billion red balloons. What? What? And then I'm trying to process this. I'm like, Nick, take some photos of this (laughs) for evidence, I guess. (laughs) Like, Nick, take some photos. And I hear a noise coming from the corner of the bathroom. Ariana, what noise was that (laughs) (laughs) that I heard? in Italy, very far away from home, supposedly alone with my partner. <laughs> what did I hear?
2: Do you want a balloon, Georgie? Yeah,
1: I hear uh, the creepiest goddamn voice I've ever heard in my life <laughs> coming from this corner of the bathroom I haven't seen. That's like a closet, but the doorway is curtains. It's fucking scary. And <laughs> I appro- and we learned something about myself which I'll, I'll I'll bring up later, but I approach the curtains. And then this bitch pops out face first in Italy. You popped out of my bathroom and scared the ever loving shit out of me, Ariana. You scared
2: the shit out of me. Kate, Kate somehow recognized my voice from, do you want a balloon, George? I did not recognize your voice. You were like, that better be Ariana. I I think that's literally what I said. And then you threw a balloon at me. (laughs) before I popped out because I did put my face like up against the curtain so that you could see it's a face. I couldn't see your face. Okay. Okay. At that point, my blood pressure was pretty high though. So like, I couldn't see a
1: lot of things. (laughs) Yeah, I was my first thought. And I told Ariana this after the fact, but my first thought was, why would our Airbnb
2: host do this to me? (laughs) Why would they do this to me? Why are they doing this to me? I was honestly, I was looking at Nick's face because he was just standing there gritting. He was what laughing he? so hard. Yeah. I didn't look at him
1: once. I was in fight or flight. I don't have time to look at the him. I got to keep my eyes open. There's pennywise yeah. in this bathroom. That was an amazing experience. So yeah, Ariana and Nick had planned to um, uh, give me a, a heart attack and it worked and it was great. And then we got to go get drunk around Lake Como for an entire day. It was the tits.
2: Oh, my God. It was so fun. Literally, Nick texted me about this probably like three months ago. He just texted me, goes, by the way, we're going to Italy on these days if you want to meet us there. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. So originally the plan was for me to just like show up in Lake Como and it for to be like really fun and chill. Like a
1: cute little. Oh, my goodness.
2: But then yeah. I had this brain blast where I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I got to take advantage of this shit. And me and uh, Rachel were in Geneva and I was like, I need to buy some red balloons. We found this tiny ass. I need to little, buy
1: every single red balloon in Geneva. Literally <laughs> a
2: giant bag of red balloons and blew up each one by mouth. Oh my God, and I love you. <laughs> there was so much of my breath in your freaking Airbnb. That I t- love that. I also blew up a giant three zero because oh, yeah. Kate turned thirty. Yeah, I'm thirty, 30,
1: <laughs> yeah. 30. You know, I kept one of those balloons, right? Oh, the red balloons. Yeah, I kept one of them. I like Cute. deflated it with my earring, like slightly, so it's still kind of full and it has your breath in it. And I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> whenever you miss me, you I give it a little inhale, a little, little bit. snort, you little get a little huff of my breath,
1: of breath, yeah. <laughs> And I have it in my little memories box over there.
2: Oh, amazing. I love that. In like 10 years, you're going to see that and be like, what the fuck is I will, this?
1: You think I wouldn't remember why there's a red balloon in this memory box? No one else has done this to me, Ariana. Just you.
2: It's payback. It so is payback. in case you guys haven't heard, Kate decided to leave a red balloon in my shower before we really even knew each other. And... <laughs> This is the first time we had hung out outside of vet school with other people in our class, and no. this bitch snuck into my fucking apartment <laughs> and left a goddamn red balloon in my shower, and that's how the I war met her. Started. Basically,
1: yeah. that was <laughs> yeah. one red balloon, though. That was wild. that was how
2: many years ago? That was probably at this point, eight. what, like set seven or eight years ago? Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> and an I Italy. was like, how about instead of one balloon? I put 30 <laughs> balloons and I do it in another country and I hide in your closet you and then pop out. I hate you and I love you for all It of just kept escalating because at a certain point it was just going to be the balloons and then me and Rachel were <laughs> going to show up. And then it became, oh, wait, I'm going to fucking hide in this bitch's goddamn closet. And I texted Nick and I said, is this a bad idea? And he was like, fucking do it. <laughs>
1: Nick's like I'm not allowed to. Yeah, exactly. Because we have we have the prank rule. Yeah, but we don't have a prank rule, so
2: we don't. But we okay, should. We so should. the ball
1: is in my court. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But that was the best experience ever, and that's why I went um, AWOL for seven days. And oh, and one thing I learned about myself, I am not. I am the I am the blonde in the movie. I go towards. She is the blonde. She's the one the, who dies first. I know. I would. I heard. I heard it, and I, I couldn't not
2: go towards what am I supposed to do? She literally came towards me in the closet it was really and scary. hurled a red balloon at me I don't remember that part but it makes sense you th- you were literally holding a balloon acting all cute like looking at Nick trying to figure out like what the fuck was going on and then when you heard my voice you turned to me and you threw the balloon at me <laughs> <laughs> I was like what was that, that meant to do <laughs> oh, God, I'm so you were like no <laughs>
1: My heart still get palpitations when I think about it because I love you so much. My angel. <laughs> Best gift ever. You know what
2: my favorite part about our friendship is? Is what? taking years off each other's life. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. I got like 10 gray hairs. I'm going to have Literally. an actual heart attack one of these days. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I won the prank war. <laughs> Almost
2: Passed the fuck out when you did it to me. So Dude, I, I did do it right after that. we had
1: watched um the new it. That is it. fair. It. Yeah. Which was, was scary. Like, what the
2: fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and you didn't say anything uh. to me the next day.
1: I was like, damn, did she not go in her shower? Okay.
2: I was so disappointed. <laughs> I just like casually fell asleep after. I was like, Oh, that's funny. LOL. LOL. I went I'm to like, sleep. <laughs> I'll probably go I'll probably join a podcast with her in like five years. <laughs> you have uh six years to join a podcast with me
1: (laughs) i was playing it cool for the first and only time in my life but yes that's my italian tale that i wanted to regale to all of you guys so that was delightful um and now also before we go into final destination i want to give a quick shout out to our next poll that i'm very excited about um which is our what have we decided to call it
2: Kate poll oh okay (laughs) it's called the Kate poll
1: (laughs) the Kate (laughs) poll and it's on um patreon right now I'm not going to talk about it too much because I do want to dig into final destination but I don't know what's winning um I don't know I haven't voted I'm staying out of this one and I'm terrified Ariana
2: knows (laughs) I voted and it closes tomorrow and this doesn't release for another week so I'll tell everyone what I voted for because they're probably not going to win So right now, what's in tied for first, I think, is Sleepaway Camp (gasps) and You're Next.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs)
2: Great (laughs) I voted for neither of those. Of course you did I decided I just shouldn't even vote because everything I vote for never wins. (laughs) That's because you're a contrarian. You're voting for— No, it's because I (laughs) just— Yes. I voted for Lake Mungo. I knew you did. um, I knew you did. And Skinkamarink. The most horrifying so ones
1: it? on there. Yeah, Skinnamarink. Oh, my God. Skinnamarink. It's like, Skinnamarink-a-dinky-dink. skinnamarink a Is that a thing? Yeah. You went to private school, right? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So in public school, it's like the law, you have to sing that on Grandparents Day. What? Skinnamarink-a-dinky-dink. skinnamarink do I That's not a love thing. you. It's scarier Bro, I've when I sing it. I've never in
2: my life heard of that. I is love you in the
1: morning, something, something, something.
2: I love you in the evening, beneath the starry moon. I don't know. Wait, is this just your school, or is this literally everyone that I've just? This is never everyone. Heard of I'm this? pretty sure. Did you have to sing Fifty
1: Nifty United States? No. What the fuck is that? Okay. Oh my god, private school. I can't. You missed out on Fifty, <laughs> 50 Nifty. Not on a lot of other public school stuff. The rest of it's terrible.
2: But I Fifty Nifty was can't great. Even That is crazy that I've lived 30 years and I've never heard of these songs that everyone else knows. Did
1: you have a grandparents day where
2: your grandparents would show up and you had to sing to them? They wouldn't show up, but we would like (laughs) it would be like Mother's Day. Like the idea of them, we would be like, I guess when we were little, we would like probably make them a craft or something. We would
1: have like the auditorium would be open. Like we would have like a show that the entire school would perform for all of the grandparents what Mm -hmm. what a waste of time (laughs) what else am I supposed to be fucking doing learning math (laughs) what
2: kind of show (laughs) just like sing songs and shit yeah just like sing songs like even the older kids up to sixth grade yeah oh okay sixth grade
1: elementary school is like k through six
2: Mm, got it
1: interesting (laughs) you're like that sounds horrible
2: (laughs) I don't know if everyone's done this Guys, write in and and let us know.
1: (laughs) Write in and let us know what you sang to your grandparents on Grandparents Day. Is this just (laughs) Kate's school or? (laughs) They're like, we don't want to teach you nothing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, they would make us sing for literally any holiday.
2: Wait, but is the Skinnamarank thing related to the movie? Like, is the movie related to that song somehow? I don't know, but that song is scary. So, yeah, it is. That's all I got.
1: I I know a little bit about the movie. I've purposely not seen it because I wanted it to win a poll and give me a reason to watch it.
2: But I'm glad that this is it's airing not going to win this afterwards. one. Yes. Like was, only two people voted for it, and I'm pretty sure I'm one of them.
1: I'm also afraid of it. It scares me. So, <laughs> so those other the other this ones. This
2: trailer better. is fucking epic. You Have should you, watch it. Yeah, it's trailer. a lot, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. I've seen yeah. the trailer. I've seen a lot
1: of TikToks about it. A lot, and my and my friend Max has
2: told me about it. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. All right. And it sounds scary. Well, I might
2: watch it on my own since no one will vote for it.
1: No, 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 no. I'll watch it with you. Okay. If you watch it on your own, that means I have to watch it on my own, and I'm not doing that. So, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about Grandparents Day and balloons (laughs) and Skinnamarink. We're here to talk about Final Destination, and that's what I'm going to do. Ariana. Yeah. I want to know. What you think the film genre would be? I have one. All right, all right,
2: I got you. Not fun. <laughs> Wait, you, you tell me yours. Tell me yours. No, let's do yours first. Okay, okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Public transit horror.
1: <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Because yes.
2: because death on a plane, death by a train, death by two buses. So many buses, y'all. If you live in the Final Destination universe, stay out. Look both ways. Is all I'm saying. Look both ways. Don't travel. Lock your doors. Honestly, don't.
1: you're doomed. <laughs> like, what? Don't, don't leave don't your house. Take no. a, don't brush your teeth. Like
2: You're screwed either way. Yeah.
1: yeah. sucks. Suck, you guys. Pick the wrong universe to live in.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: I think that's the perfect public transit horror. Done. And then there's a lot that <laughs> yes. Trained Abuse on goes in there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Pretty much every disaster
2: movie can go in there. Yeah. Snakes on a plane. Fuck Yeah mean girls i'm just kidding mean <laughs> death by bus yes. no death by bus <laughs> no um mine
1: is mine was real simple mine was just a uh, plain horror because i'm just mm. gonna say it i'm just gonna say it and then we don't have to talk about it again this movie came out in the year 2000 yeah so before 2001
2: yeah, literally the year before shit literally hit the fan.
1: Yeah. So this movie came out in 2009. 11 happened in 2001. Um, I cannot yeah. explain to you how fortunate this production team was
2: to get this movie out. To get they it did. out before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been really bad taste. Oh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have happened. It would have been scrapped. Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of movies that got scrapped or, like, seriously altered after the events of 9-11. I believe it. Even the movies like Lilo and Stitch, which I don't know why I know this, but I do. Um, Like, like Lilo and Stitch, because <laughs> I love that movie. Lilo and Stitch, there's, like, a big scene at the end where there's, like, a, a big alien cruiser that's, like, cruising between, like, mountains. And originally, and you can find, like, it was fully animated, ready to go. And they were, like, scrap that, scrap that, scrap that. It wasn't an alien cruiser. It was an airplane, and it was go- like going in between buildings in uh, a Ooh, major city in Hawaii. And they were like, yikes. No, gotta change that. Can't do that." So, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, watching this in a post 9/11 universe was, yeah,
2: traumatic, <laughs> traumatizing. Super yeah, traumat- I agree. I had a I had a problem with it. This fucking scene at the beginning basically goes through my brain every single time i fly and you know yep. i fly a lot
1: yes you do yeah your dad's
2: a pilot i know well i was going to say like don't watch this fucking movie if you know anyone who flies planes for a living because yeah. that shit is fucking traumatic that used to i used to be really afraid of planes yeah it's it's honestly the most realistic plane crash scene of any movie i've ever seen but that shit used to like really fuck with me. Like I couldn't watch Castaway. Like I couldn't watch oh any movie that had a plane I, crash scene.
1: I still think about scenes from Castaway, like that specific scene. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Same.
1: That one and the one of him
2: taking his tooth out with an ice skate. Oh, those two. For me, it's the plane crash scene and when he loses Wilson. That's Not my Wilson. Idea. I know that's like the saddest fucking thing for me. I'm I surprised can. you cared <laughs> about Wilson. <laughs> Cares no, so much because he's. He's like a little pet. He's like a little I animal know. almost. And I love it. Wilson. I know, it's very sad. Well said. <laughs> We're sad now. <laughs> I know, I'm depressed. Wait, I have another movie genre for you, but Hit I don't me. know what it's called, so you have to help me. Okay. So there's like a type of horror movie where people are being hunted down and killed one by one by some sort of phenomenon, like in the ring and like Smile and like one miss call, you know, I'm talking about supernatural serial killer. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I would say it's this like kind of owns that genre. Yeah, it does. I feel like it almost did the ring come out before this. I think the ring came out after this.
1: Um, it, So the Japanese one, I think, was ninety nine. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. So the Japanese one was ninety eight. So it came before. Um, yeah. Okay, maybe The Ring
2: owns this. Based on the novel from 1991. Shit. Wow. it's a It was a book? Yeah. Yeah. Have we covered The Ring yet? I think you and someone else did. I don't know. We should do it again Because I, I wanted to do The Ring, I think, at one point, And you're like, I think we already did that. I, I think I don't care. So we should do it again.
1: <laughs> the Ring gave me horrific nightmares, but that's neither here nor there. Ugh, Not getting a into one. that one. Such the a closet one. scene. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Ruined my Halloween when I was in sixth grade. Anyway. With the face, you mean? Where she's yes. like. I don't do faces. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, one. That was
2: okay. I love it.
1: Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> that one did me in. My dad well, got in Well, who recommended trouble. this
2: episode? Oh, God. I got you, Wiggy Stardust. Wiggy Stardust? <laughs> yeah. Wiggy? Cute. Wiggy Stardust on Insta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really cute. Wiggy. Also, startup. Kate,
2: because she immediately saw that and was like, Final Destination. And she rarely does that.
1: I don't, I I don't mess with the polls. I usually stay out of it. Yeah.
2: She's like, but we have to put that on there. And then yeah. we put it on there with like nine others, and it's still one. So it's still one.
1: Hell yeah. It deserved yep. to win. hmm Totally deserved to win. It's iconic. Well, can I tell you a little
2: bit about like the, the crew and the cast, the team? Yeah. Tell me everything.
1: So um, the writer, his name is Jeffrey Reddick, and he was just, like, writing his screenplays, like, by himself and sending them to whoever he could, essentially. And then New Line Cinema picked this up and sent it to the director, which is James Wong. And James Wong, he was um, known—he had a writing partner named Glenn Morgan, and together they did a lot of writing for The X-Files, which I love The X-Files. Iconic. (laughs) And— they were like this is good shit and they took it um and the writer Jeffrey Reddick it's worth noting cuz hey it's Pride month it's Pride month um openly gay we love that nice i know well james wong i thought was gay too his direct, the director cuz it says his he refers to his partner a lot and i'm like oh then it's like he's married to nope, this woman he's straight. i'm like ew yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Well, I found
2: that out because I'm an idiot and I was like, James Wong. Where have I heard that I name? Know, I before? was thinking James Wong. It confused me. Me too. Me it too. I, me. I looked him up, I was like, why does this name sound familiar? But this guy doesn't look familiar. And then I was like, oh wait, fuck, James Wong. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Because that part of our brain is like, James Who? Horror? James Wong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but didn't James Wong do he did American Horror Story, I think. Did he? I think he produced one of the seasons. That would make sense. That would totally make Mm -hmm. sense, given, like, what he was
1: famous for, and X-Files especially. What season did he do with American Horror Story? Like, he
2: directed a season? No, I think he produced one of them. The New York one. New York City. That's a a season? It's just New York City? I think so. Isn't that the new one? They're still making them? Yes, they're still making them. No disrespect. I am Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. They're just, they're too sad for me to enjoy Yeah, I can only enjoy certain seasons. It depends on my mood. But I'm pretty sure there's one called NYC. Yeah, NYC. Oh,
1: Mm -hmm. cool. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. Me and
2: Kate are out of the the vibe with American Horror Story these days. We're not cool anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people still watch it.
1: Probably if they're still making episodes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe.
1: If you are still watching American Horror Story, please let us know. And uh, let me know if I can safely dive back in or if I should stay out. I think
2: it's, I think it's past its peak. I hate to say it. Is it? It's, but it's okay. That's in a, we don't know for sure. Yeah, we don't know. Let us know. It could be amazing.
1: Mm. Probably not, but could be. <laughs> well, James Wong, he took the script from Reddick and he really only made like a couple of adjustments to it to like make it probably to make it like, like higher caliber for someone who's been a, like a professional TV and film writer for his entire life. Um, And he said, I have a direct quote that I thought really nails the fear in this movie and nails your genre of public transport (laughs) or Wong said, he said, we want to do for planes and air travel what Jaws did for sharks and for swimming. Oh, my God. And then a year later. What the fuck? Careful what you wish for. That's fucked up. Just saying. I know. It's like, it's so hard. I know. Knowing what's about to come in history to be like, cool, cool, cool. And when I knew this was set in 2000 and whenever I was watching it, I'm like, I'm so excited to see what the airport looks like. Yeah. Yeah. See if there's any differences. so cool.
2: Mm -hmm. A lot of differences. A lot. Not near as many cops. Yeah. It was very interesting because like when he was talking to people, they were like, you haven't received any packages from anyone suspicious. Like they had multiple people ask him that as he was checking in for his flight. As he was checking into his flight? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as he was like dropping his bag off and checking in, they were like, has anyone given you any packages, anything out of the ordinary? And I was Interest. I was like, oh, because like that was the first time that I was like, what year was this made? Was this after 9-11? Was this around 9-11? And that's when I looked it up and I was like, oh, this was before 9-11. I guess I didn't realize they were making such a big deal about that type of thing even before 9-11. I don't know.
1: I knew this was before 9-11 um, because of the scene he makes on a plane. And they're just like, we'll just put them on the next flight. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> were so
2: calm about it. No. Yeah, yeah. They were very calm.
1: No, Ask for the wrong soda. Yeah. And they're like, then air marshal will body slander. Bro, can I please
2: tell you a funny story about this?
1: Please.
2: <laughs> so as Kate said already, my dad is a airline pilot. And before I was 25, I used to be able to fly for free. But now that I'm older than 25, I can no longer do that. But we used to do what's called fly standby, which is basically like where you show up for a flight and you get a seat if one's open. So you basically like get on at the last minute. Um, And so I was standing by.
1: (laughs) Or you don't get on.
2: Yeah. And so I was standing by for this flight and this guy was like being a little sketchy, like in the waiting area. But we were like, whatever, like. He was a really attractive, like really well-dressed, like young man. And we were just kind of like, oh, he's maybe he's just like a conceited asshole, whatever. So everyone was just kind of like, like ignoring him. And then he gets on the flight. And apparently, I think he like got into some sort of argument with the flight attendant And she ended up... Before
1: he got on the flight? Like,
2: while he was boarding, he, like, something happened, some sort of physical altercation, and she ended up calling (gasps) security on him while everyone was already on the flight, and it had already backed away from the jet bridge. And so I was still standing by, so I was watching all this happen. The police, like, came. They stopped (gasps) the flight. They lowered the stairs. The police boarded. And then, like, literally five minutes later, they were carrying the guy limp off of the plane like he was fully limp like he was looked like he was passed the fuck out he was not moving oh they were physically carrying him down the stairs of the plane and the the gate agent was like looks like we have a spot do you want to get on that oh <laughs> you got on? I was like, sure, bitch. So then I, you sat in his seat. Literally. So after these people, so this is what I heard is the guy refused to get off. They didn't like tase him or anything. He just like physically stopped moving and like played dead, and they had to like carry him off because he just refused. He just like went limp, just like a toddler resistance. would. Yeah, and he just like refused yeah. to fucking move, and they like physically carried him off. And so when I get on, and so you got to go. I literally go down the stairs. I go onto the freaking like tarmac. Like the stairs are down. Like it's such <gasps> like a sketchy thing. I have my little rollerboard. I'm like carrying it up the stairs to the plane. I get on. Don't mind I if I do. Get to the front. <laughs> every single person's face is like traumatized because they just like witness this shit go down they're just like what the actual fuck they're all fucking traumatized (laughs) and then they see little me get on with my giant suitcase (laughs) i just like bebop to the back of the plane and sit in his fucking seat
1: (laughs) and i'm like sweet
2: (laughs) this worked out for me i guess hell yeah (laughs) yeah I'm glad someone had a temper tantrum and scarred all these passengers for life. I know. Well, It was just so funny because my dad was texting me. He was like, oh, looks like you didn't get on. Like, you're gonna have to get on the next one, blah, blah, blah. And then I texted him and was like, you have no idea what just happened, but I'm on this flight currently.
1: I can't believe that they went through the effort to get you on that flight.
2: Well, me neither. I think it was just because I was standing there hovering and watching all this shit go down and they were just like, oh, do you want to like, you want to go? Go. So they just like printed me a ticket and then just like, let me go. And I was like, sweet.
1: That's the best standby story I've ever heard in my
2: entire I, know, life. I was like...
1: In my whole life.
2: I Classic. I can't believe you
1: haven't told me this. I'm actually angry.
2: <laughs> the best was when they were literally carrying what looked like a dead man off of this plane. Like he was fully... Like you want to go on? Fully playing dead or some shit. And I'll have what he's having. I, know, I was like, okay. And then I just remember looking at everyone's faces and they were just so confused and like traumatized and like just me walking to a seat and just like slowly sitting down in a seat like okay
1: every time I get on a <laughs> plane I'm realize
2: I realize that this is a bus just shooting through the sky yeah it's crazy <laughs> physics is physics are fucking weird I think about that all the time physics
1: are terrifying
2: yeah the people are the same
1: they're just uh land trash yeah flying through the air I agree myself included
2: <laughs> I think about that too and then I realize that we've literally sent people to space and then I'm like, over that. oh, I guess this isn't that weird. You know,
1: it's still kind of weird. Right. <laughs> why? Why this heavy thing not fall? Why?
2: <laughs> engine because of the shape of the wings and the engine.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. And I've tried to. Um, also, every time I look up airplanes, it's like you want to look at some like uh like flights that exploded as they were trying to take off and wings that fell off of the plane and landing gear that fell off. I'm like, I don't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to think about it, but when I was little, I used to love like the really crazy turbulence. I thought it was so fun. And then when I got old enough to understand it, I was like, fuck this. And it was probably this fucking movie that got me.
1: Yeah. I didn't go on a plane until I was in high school. What? Yeah. Damn. It was for, no, it wasn't high school. It was college. Were you going to Paris? I'm just kidding. Paris? (laughs) No, God. No, not like these people. I was going to Boston. It was for like a scholarship trip. And I hadn't been on a plane before. And I was like really, really scared. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Yeah, a lot of my friends were aerospace engineering people. And uh, they just showed me a lot of plane accidents. And I was like, I.
2: (laughs) Trolls, I love it.
1: yeah, they were just messing with me and I was like hyperventilating in the back of the plane. Now I'm fine, um, mostly unless there's turbulence and then I pray to every single god that exists. But I think Devin Sawa, you know that whenever, so Devin Sawa, you know what, I'll get to Devin. I'll get to Devin. I'm not, okay. It's not his turn yet. I know he's the sexiest one here despite his horrific photo that Wait, they use on like, the poster. You think he's attractive? No, but at the time I think he was, right?
2: Okay, I was gonna be very surprised. This guy does not seem like your type at all.
1: A hundred percent, no, not my type, not my type.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: But the poster—they could have given him a better picture. My God, he's the main character.
2: What, like his face is like kind of like a weird fish mouth? Bless him, he looks like he had a lobotomy. <laughs> That's how people look in the 2000s. Like movie—that's how you look cool. You
1: gotta <laughs> look like you don't you have to care. Look kind of
2: brain dead a little bit.
1: A little brain. You know what? You're
2: joking, but you're actually right. Like I'm that. actually <laughs> yes, I'm actually being extremely serious right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, you got to look dumb as hell.
2: Yeah. But
1: um you know, I'll talk about him now cuz I like him. So, Devin Sawa, he um if you guys didn't grow up in the 90s was like a 90s heartthrob. And he is our boy next door protagonist. And named Alex Browning. And like um many actors who get a script most of them are jet setting all
2: across the world. He had just finished doing Idle Hands, right? Oh, idle my God. Hands? Wait, I didn't know he was fucking in Idle Hands. Jesus He's fucking the Christ. He's main character. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, no one comes to mind for that movie except for... Um, Seth Green. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Correct. Seth Green. Seth
1: Green... Devin Sawa, Jennifer, no Jessica Alba, love all of them. Oh um, yeah, Jessica Alba. Yeah, she's Shit. the main. She's the main uh, romantic uh, lead. Of but course, yeah. She Devin is. Sawa, he was in Idle Hands in 1999, a movie that mm. everyone is sleeping on except for the cool kids, um, and that's kind of the reason he got this part.
2: Oh, I believe it because it was like right before this, right?
1: It was 1999. So in 1999, he did out. Uh, he did Idle Hands. And he he was reading this script. He he got sent this script by his agent and he was reading it on a plane.
2: Of course he was. <laughs>
1: I know. And you see, I have a quote where he keeps saying he's like, yeah, I just kept like checking the engine and checking the wing the whole time.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah.
1: That sounds Terrifying. really traumatizing and scary. But Morgan and Wong, so the directors, um, were undecided about like he was the last character that they cast, the main character. Okay. They were like, we just don't know about this Devon guy. Um, so they made him perform again. He had to repeat his performances and like do multiple callbacks. Wow. And while they were doing that, they reviewed his old movies and they were specifically impressed with his performance in Idle Hands. Oh
2: my god. <laughs> so they hired I love him. It. Well, that yeah, because I mean it's horror and he's the main character. It's kind of a
1: exactly similar thing, but it's a very different role. Idle Hands. He's like this jokey stoner bro, goofy. And this yeah. This one, he's like this. He's just anxiety personified in this movie. (laughs) I'm sure, yeah. wrote down so many things that it's like, am I clairvoyant or do we just have anxiety together, Devin Sawa?
2: (laughs) So many things. That's literally how I felt, too, (laughs) because it's like all these little like signs that he's seeing. I'm like, I see those, too. Is that bad? Uh, Me, too. Are they
1: true? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a movie. No, no,
2: no. no, no. If a baby cries
1: on your flight, you don't have to
2: (laughs) deboard. Right.
1: (laughs) I mean, you should because that baby's going to be crying the whole time, but. Yeah, We got Devin Sawa. He's delightful. We'll talk about him. The main character. Great casting. Allie
2: Larder. Fucking Allie Larder. This bitch. And she was hot off of Va- Varsity Blues, which was 1999. Oh, my God. She's just so great in this movie. Brunette. She's reading when we first meet her. So we know she's a fucking final girl. Literally, it's Ariana. The first the first moment. Her I don't name read. is Ariana. Kate, I cannot read. She doesn't know how to read. I am we know this. illiterate. Yeah. No, but she literally, the first thing you see, Allie Larder, she's got these like bangs in her face. She's fully reading a book, not listening to anyone, probably has earphones in. And I'm like, okay, so you're the final girl. Got it.
1: Yeah. Moody girl.
2: Got it. Yeah.
1: And she pays attention. She's like paying attention to clues mm-hmm. in her environment. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. But her name... I know what the character's name. Guys, Allie Larder is the main female protagonist in this film, and her name is Claire
2: Rivers. Rivers. (laughs) Who, Who is responsible? Tell me who is responsible. The whole time I thought they were saying Claire.
1: I I I did to I had to look it up. Yeah. I'm like,
2: no. I mean, I have subtitles no. on because I'm an old lady, and I was like, they spelled Claire weird. They keep spelling it. <laughs> they keep, wrong keep misspelling and Claire. <laughs> yeah. Claire Rivers. Rivers. Well, I cannot. She's kind of like a little bit of a hippie. I mean, like, we find uh, out about her character. She's an orphan, right? Or like her dad died and her mom left or something. So she's kind of living by herself. But she has like yeah. a witchy house yeah 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 so i feel like she could be a little you know hippie vibes i could see that
1: i could see that yeah is that the wrong name
2: clear is kind of like clairvoyant so like i'm kind of here for it maybe it has meaning okay i'll allow it yeah (laughs) mostly because it's dumb
1: but i do like
2: it (laughs) kate's like it's dumb i'm here for it (laughs) it's
1: very silly and i like that Um, And these these people I didn't recognize because I didn't watch either of these things. But you might. Did you ever watch American Pie? Yes.
2: You're talking about Sean William Scott. Yeah,
1: bet (laughs) your ass I am. I'm talking about Billy.
2: (laughs) Billy the class
1: clown. Silly Billy.
2: He was in every single American Pie type movie in the late 90s, early 2000s. He was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He was out of Allie Larder. He was the only other one I like recognized visually. I was like, oh, I've seen that guy before. Like, what else is he in? You
1: didn't recognize Devin Sawa? No. Oh,
2: what else do you recognize him from besides Idle Hands? Just Idle Hands, but that's enough. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're like, you don't watch <laughs> Idle Hands every weekend? <laughs> Get out. Get out.
1: Get out of here. Yeah, it's Sean William Scott. He plays Billy, the comedic relief for the movie. Who I guess he's he's Steve Stiffler from American Pie. Which was also in 1999. So all yep. these people are like big names at the time. Yep. And then you have um, Kerr Smith, who I also didn't know because I never watched Dawson's Creek. Who is that? The, the asshole He's guy? He's the jock. He's Carter, the okay. dickhole. Yeah. He's Carter, yeah. the class jock slash the bully, who in my head canon is, is like experiencing some real roid rage.
2: <laughs> Does he give you roid rage? Uh, His performance is giving roid rage. I don't know. I don't, I, see, I didn't even know he was the jock. Oh, I guess he wears like a varsity jacket.
1: Yeah, the whole time he's like grumpy and jock, and his girlfriend's tiny and cute, and he's angry yeah. and he pushes
2: people. Yeah. I mean, he was giving me like my dad beats me at home vibes. That's what I was picturing.
1: Yeah, that's another way to think about it. <laughs> and now I'm sad for him.
2: Oh, no. Too much empathy. Real reeling in. <laughs> reel it back, really
1: back. I was reading a good quote from uh this actor though, Sean William Scott. Um, because I, when I was watching this movie, because I've seen this movie before. Yeah. The first time I ever watched this movie, I I actually don't know that time. But the second time, <laughs> the second time, it was whenever I had first met Nick and oh. Nick's mom, and I went to their house and Nick's mom who did not know I liked <laughs> horror movies yet goes I DVR'd this really good movie. It's, it's really really good.
2: Really good movie. Wait, what year is this? I need to know. This was
1: I was I'm so glad you asked. This was 2015 or 2013. <laughs> 2013. <laughs> She's so like, 13 years this after this great
2: movie. 13-year-old movie.
1: She's like I discovered this really great
2: movie.
1: Um <laughs> do you want to watch it? I'm like yeah. She couldn't remember the name of it and I sit down I'm like
2: Bitch, this, this is Final Destination. fucking Final Destination. I'm like,
1: don't change it. But
2: this is. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just so you know, this is great.
1: <laughs> well done. Well done. You have impeccable taste. And I always admired that. Like, she didn't know what it was. No one had told
2: her about it. She's like, I just saw this movie on TV and I had to record it. It was so good. It's a compelling movie. Even if people don't like horror. I think it's just like such a cool psychological drama. Yes. I feel You're like. You're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. The whole time. It's a cool concept.
1: Very cool. But that's a memory I'll never, ever forget. It was so cute and so wonderful. (laughs) Um, There's one more cast member I want to bring up. Just one. Who? Did you recognize this guy? Did you recognize the mortician? (laughs) (laughs) Who's my favorite
2: character? Oh, my God. Wait, Kate. Literally, in my summary, after I summarized that part, I literally put in all caps, Kate is in love with this guy. I love him! Just because I know you and I'm like, this is the campiest part of this movie. She's obsessed with this scene, I'm sure.
1: I wrote down so many phrases. <laughs> well, this he has dead. just such
2: an unnecessary monologue. Like, it's just like so random and out of place. It's so like so funny. The mortician is the best part. <laughs> no, I fully plan to put his entire monologue at the beginning of this episode. So you guys already know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, y'all already know. Yeah. I'm so glad that you know the monologue because there is a, a line from this scene. Um, oh, it's definitely I... going to be at the
2: beginning of this episode, guys. <laughs>
1: Amazing. OK, so I'm not going to say it yet. I'm going to save it for when we get to that scene. But there's a line from the scene that um, I have a, an idea for us, an idea that it's some a little fun game for you and I. Oh, cool. I'm excited. <laughs> a little a little game, but I'll leave it there. But you recognized him, I, right? I, I did not oh <gasps> no where's he I from? didn't either it's okay okay <laughs> so I was so distracted by his dialogue like, Shit,
2: who did I who did I miss <laughs> no,
1: no. although we should both be embarrassed because this is Tony Todd aka the Candyman.
2: oh fuck I know you see it once they say it damn you're right you're right no That's I totally Candyman. see that I totally see that see now it's not unnecessary now it's like okay you're giving me fucking Candyman doing some sort of like witchy prediction in a morgue Hell yeah. I'm fucking here for it. Feed me.
1: Delicious.
2: (laughs) More. I was wondering why in the cast list they put him so high up when he has such a small part. And it's because he's very important. that's Tony Todd. Yes. Okay. Okay. I get it. And he's
1: in a lot of other stuff. He's in Platoon and a bunch of movies that I would never watch. Um, (laughs) Not because they're bad, but because that sounds really upsetting. He's in like Guns.
2: I don't like guns. Yeah, it's really <laughs> that simple. That. We learned that about don't cake. like
1: them. They give me the willies. But yeah, <laughs> Candyman's here and he delivers. So stay tuned for that scene. It's gonna be great. But I do want to talk about like the actual plot of this movie because the plot is fabulous. But I just want to make sure everybody knows I came prepared. I got some special effects information for you. Oh hell I got yeah! Two main scenes that I wanted. I was like, how how they do that? How? The plane, plane scene. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to know.
2: I need to know. I
1: I know how they
2: did it. <laughs> and the train scene. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, the train scene as in the kill that happens during the train scene? I don't think anyone died during that one. During the train scene?
1: Are there multiple train scenes? No. Y'all, this movie's wild.
2: <laughs> I don't think so. There's two bus scenes, but there's one train scene. <laughs>
1: No, he. No one dies in the train scene. Yes, he does. Did they?
2: Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not what you're talking about. But we'll talk about it when we get there. But I'm tell so me, confused. tell me what the second scene is that you're talking about.
1: Just the, the train one with the train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what part of the train scene? The,
1: there's a car. Okay. It Gets okay. hit by a train. Okay. Okay. Is there a second train scene that I've? There's not. You're
2: just forgetting it because it happens immediately after the train goes by, or as the train is going by. Did we watch the same movie? (laughs) I'm worried.
1: I'm concerned. (laughs) I'm getting concerned. I don't remember this because I did. I also did rank
2: my deaths in order. Well, this is number one. This is the number one death. Is it? Yes. Because I don't even remember it. (laughs) <laughs> it's my number one death because I also did the death. I did best death and worst death. Did
0: you? Oh my <laughs> and it's God. my okay. best death.
2: So
1: I'm making sure I write that down. I'm writing it. I'm writing it down so we don't forget best and worst death scene. We'll decide at the end, and okay, I want to okay. know what you guys think as well, club okay. members. Yeah, but um, I'll talk about that when we get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. we got a
2: lot of death scenes to go through. Are you ready? We're going to talk about them as we talk about the scenes, right? As as okay. as it happens. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. You ready for some synopsis? I was born ready. Okay, great. So we have our high school student, Alex Browning. He's boarding a flight to France with his classmates for their senior trip to Paris from JFK. Who the fuck goes to Paris when they're in high school? Thank you. (laughs) Fucking thank you. Step one, what the fuck? Step one, (laughs) what high school is this? How dare you? How dare you?
1: (laughs) This movie... And the Lizzie McGuire movie both gave me such false expectations. expectations. Yeah, for these European senior trips we were all
2: going to go on. Like, what the hell? Maybe that happens in like L.A. (laughs) Maybe if your parents have like eight billion dollars. Yeah. Jesus Christ! No,
1: we didn't. Again, didn't board a plane until (laughs) I was in college. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to think what senior. Maybe we went to. Did we go to Disney or something lame? Because like Florida. Oh, cute we probably went to disney i don't remember
1: we i we had a senior trip at my so i i know i keep talking about um my like horrific public school experience but i did go to a boarding public school that was better and they had a senior trip but it was for like the eight people that could afford to go oh they no. went to spain i'm not oh, bitter shit. about it eight people yeah i remember it i remember oh, someone got their camera stolen and i was so happy
2: <laughs> savage
1: well, this guy like did not deserve to go on this trip. He was so rude to me and everybody. And then he was like, eh, my my expensive camera got stolen. And I'm like, like, good. Good. <laughs> good.
2: Good. I stole it. It was me. <laughs> it was me.
1: <laughs> it was I. <laughs> but yeah, um, if your if your high school experience, your senior trip didn't look like this, don't feel bad.
2: <laughs> no one's did. This no is one's bullshit. Did.
1: <laughs> mm, bullshit. Anger. <laughs>
2: Makes me so mad. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're on the airplane right before takeoff. Alex has a wild premonition that there's a midair explosion and oxygen masks are falling from the ceiling and people are getting sucked out the window and people's faces are melting off and it's wild. To be to be clear, um, and I don't know that I would have
1: known this as like a child in 2000, but I now know that you
2: don't get like they bolt the chairs down. Well, those chairs were bolted down, but it was sucking so hard it pulled them out. I don't think that really happens. It does. Does that really happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never getting on a plane again.
1: Never getting on a plane again. That's it.
2: It All definitely done. does.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. It
2: definitely does. The you know bolts, why? Bolts
1: if you're bolted down?
2: Yes, yes, because think about how Okay, imagine you're driving in a car on the highway and you roll your window down and like pieces of paper getting sucked out. Like, now imagine that a million times more pressure and you're up high and Uh their pressurized cabin. And then all of a sudden something blows out the window and you're traveling like 400 miles per hour. But you're bolted. Yeah, but all it needs is to overcome the bolts, which is what happens. Because a few people get sucked out right away. But then some people are like bolted down and slowly getting sucked out and then like hanging on and then fully getting sucked out. This is the most horrible thing I've ever heard in my life. Bro, same. I I think about it all the time. I think about this scene like at least once every few weeks.
1: (laughs) I saw a video of recently on, I think it was a, like a Korean airline. There was some person, some wacko who went and opened the emergency exit mid-flight. Oh my god, my worst nightmare. Yeah, and there's footage of it, and you can see no one got sucked out, but it was just the the, the whole plane didn't explode. Like it was just like the, the door got opened, but the people right next to the door. Um, I think some of them got hospitalized for they were having some breathing difficulties because they like couldn't stop the flight. Like the flight's got to go. Show must go on. Wait, what? Yeah, because like, they were like trying to get to their nearest destination, but it happened like mid-flight.
2: They couldn't like do a land, like an emergency landing somewhere.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They were like, eh, <laughs> they're like, fuck it, let's can keep they going. Breathe? Anyone fanned? <laughs> Everyone's good. All right, you send. All right, send the. Does anyone want any ginger ale? Any? Well, at the very <laughs>
2: least, they need the cabin to be pressurized so they would don't have oxygen no masks. No one died. Um, but I did look heavily
1: into this because I was like, can this happen to me? And will I be sucked out of the back? So, Which is why every time I get boarded on a flight and I get seated next to the toilets in the back, I'm like,
2: sounds good. <laughs> why? Because you can't get sucked out? Yeah, there's no emergency exit near me. Mm. No responsibility. <laughs> oh, I see. No responsibility. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm like, put me near the emergency exit because I don't trust anyone to fucking open this shit more than I trust myself. I don't either. Bunch of idiots. Fucking know, get out of my way. Of I'll fools. open it for you. <laughs> I literally picture myself opening the emergency exit at least once a flight. Did you say once a day? Flight. Once
1: a flight. Oh, I do too. I practiced it in my brain. Yeah, see? <laughs> I think we have anxiety though. I don't think this is good for us.
2: Is this normal? Are we normal? Is this Okay
1: anyone else imagine taking control of the situation seems, on a flight
2: it seems uh, oh my god kate did i not fucking tell you this oh my god so when i was flying to london to surprise you slash scare the living shit out of you scare in italy me. correct um mm-hmm. there were two medical emergencies on my red eye to <gasps> london and they called a thing overhead and they were like are there any emergency are there any medical professionals on board you're an emergency <laughs> vet Did you respond? I did. Well, so I waited like a good like three minutes because I was like, this is going to be embarrassing because they were like, ring your overhead thing. And I was like waiting and waiting. I was like, please, dear God, let there be someone else on this fucking flight. And (gasps) I didn't hear anything for a long time. So I was like, fine, I'll fucking do it. So I did it. And then the flight attendant comes over and she's like, she's like, do you know this is on? I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, like I'm an emergency vet. And she was like, okay, um what's your training like what and I go I literally do you need help or not bitch (laughs) I literally pause and I go what very extensive (laughs) actually I literally just went what pretty damn good so I think and me and Rachel were talking about this later because we had to take separate flights there was a whole thing I didn't even tell you about it but it was like a whole thing with our United flights oh I heard oh you heard about oh yeah yeah you did hear about it but basically we were on different flights so she didn't know this happened and I told her and we were talking about, like, what emergencies in human medicine we would be, like, very comfortable dealing with. Like, if a person was having a seizure, I'm there. If a person cut mm-hmm. themselves and was, like, hemorrhaging, I'm there. CPR. If someone's having some kind of cardiac emergency, count me the fuck out. Like, I'm not going to be there. No, you can do CPR. I'm not going to do CPR. Hum- i am not going to do—I mean, I'm not—first of all, a lot of people are human CPR certified, and I'm not. You're not? No. When was the last time you took a human CPR certification test? Like, Three years ago. Oh, no. I took mine like 10 years ago.
1: I could do baby CPR, <laughs> infant CPR. I could do the Heimlich. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the Heimlich. Hey, see,
2: what is your training like? More than yours, honey. I think it was probably like, what's your training like? Because like, I didn't know what the medical emergency was. They so. should have just been like, this is what's going on. Do you feel comfortable? Can you yeah. help? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was trying to feel it out. Because it doesn't sound like they've had any volunteers. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And then I just was like, what? And then she was like, well, I know what a vet does. And then she starts like stammering. And I was just like, (laughs) I was like, okay. um," And then like, right after that happened, this guy came from the back that was like, a doctor. So I was like, thank fucking God. Ex, where were, Where have you been, bro? I know. And then I went back to sleep. But this poor guy literally had to deal with two freaking medical emergencies. And we we're on a red eye, which means we're all supposed to be sleeping. It was dark as yeah. fuck. Like this poor like, guy is just trying to like sleep and go to London. And he's literally dealing with two people that were like actively dying on our flight to the point where they were actively dying. I don't know what the problem was, but they had EMTs bored <laughs> and take them off before anyone was able to get off. And when you're flying transatlantic, there's nowhere to make a landing. Like it probably would have been a scenario where if we were over water or over land, we probably would have emergency landed somewhere. But when you're over water, you can't fucking do that. So you're just like, all right, keep going. Like, and then you get to your place and then you land and you get the EMTs there. Like we weren't allowed to deplane until everyone was there.
1: Ariana, you could totally do CPR on a person.
2: That's not the point, though. Like if someone's if someone's cardiac arrested, I don't fucking need to do CPR on you. We're on the transatlantic flight. CPR is only going to keep you alive for like three minutes. I don't have any epi. I don't have any atropine. And like, no, what are we going to do? <laughs> People don't know the truth about CPR. I'm sad. But again. Also, you're on a flight like CPR is not going to save you until the EMTs get here in three hours. Like, fuck it.
1: Just keep doing compressions
2: for, um, what? For literally three hours. On the flight? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like if someone literally sliced their arm open and was hemorrhaging, I got you. If someone's Mm -hmm. diabetic and they were hypoglycemic, I got you. Anything else, I'm screwed. Honestly, though, you'd be so helpful for so many different situations on a plane. Yeah, I think people just don't understand. I mean, I guess she should have just told me, like, what was going on, and then I would have been able to, like, tell her whether or not I was comfortable. yeah. It was just so funny because she's like, "What is your training?" Explain my training. I was like, "Well, I'm what an emergency mean? medical professional." I don't know what to tell so you. So I went to
1: vet school, and then I did a <laughs> rotating internship, um, and now I do emergency medicine.
2: I was like, uh, I just like paused because I was like, I don't know what you want me to. What kind of question say? is that? Like the huge,
1: want- I guess. Yeah. No, anyway. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, that's why I take a lovely drug called Dramamine. If Will was here, he would have been able to go up there and I wouldn't have had to
2: worry about it. Oh, because he's a nurse. That's her boyfriend. A yeah. boyfriend who would have just showed up and fixed it. He can handle all the cardiac emergencies and I'll just never fly go back without to sleep. an ICU nurse. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> True you that. won't get your full sleep. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to Devin. <laughs> De- Devin. So Alex wakes up from a dream to find that. The plane has not taken off yet, but the events that he saw in his like premonition are starting to take place. So he has a panic attack and a fight breaks out between him and the class cool guy slash asshole. That's Carter. Yeah. And the commotion results in Alex and Carter getting kicked off the plane, as well as Alex's best friend, Todd, Carter's girlfriend named Terry, a teacher named Mrs. Luton and the onlooker, Brunette Ally Larder, um, whose name is mm-hmm. Clear. No, well, for some she does not get
1: kicked off. She leaves.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all off the plane. And then Billy, who is late to his flight during the commotion, they won't let him on the plane. So those are the people that are now off of the plane. Um, and so in, like, the airport terminal, Alex tells everyone he had, like, a dream slash vision that the plane explodes right after takeoff. And as that's happening, we see, as the audience... Through the, you know, terminal window, the plane literally exploding. And so everyone's like, holy fuck. Like, that's our entire class dead.
1: Everyone for a class of 40 people, 40 students. And also, it's not great um, that Devin Sawa slash Alex made a tremendous scene saying the plane's going to blow up. Before he gets taken off the aircraft. And then he gets in that fight with Carter and goes, I wish you had been on the
2: plane. Like Yeah, like right before it blows up. Yeah. Bro. Yeah.
1: Do you know? That's the fifth, homie. Yeah. Please, the little fifth, crazy. babe.
2: So everyone's being questioned by the FBI because everyone's like, what the actual fuck?
1: May I interrupt? <laughs> yeah. Tell you how they how they did this scene. Mm hmm. Okay, so the plane scene is the best scene in the movie um it so the way they did it is they basically took um a a gimbal, which is like um you you can look up- it's basically just like a platform that they can rotate cool and move around so it's like a, and they had this humongous sound stage, and so they had this gimbal that weighed three tons, oh my gosh, huge, and it was operated automatically and it um it weighed. It could hold 89 people on this gimbal, which is cool. insane for yeah. any movie. And it could pitch itself 45 degrees from side to side, which is a lot. And then it could do 60 degrees front and
2: back. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. And I have a great quote from one from the director, James Wong, who was talking about like he he had like he had this idea and he was like, OK, this is what, how we're going to do this scene. And then he shows up into the studio and he goes, yeah, you walk into the studio, there's a huge gimbal with a plane on top of it, and you think, <laughs> what have I done?
2: <laughs> he continues. Uh,
1: he, said, I, he said he thought that he was going to have 40 extras vomiting.
2: <laughs> yeah. For real. For sure. So they oh had this God. humongous
1: gimbal that they used for the interior shots, which is very impressive. Um, and then they use miniatures for the explosions. Oh, but the, it, The miniature is still huge. It's 10 feet by 7 feet. Oh, wow. Barely miniature. Exactly. So, like, for the physics of it, they knew they had to get it at least 8 feet in the air before they could safely explode it. So, they launched it. They launched this miniature, quote, unquote, 40 feet in the air. And then they had four cameras shooting it at different frames per second to get the effect that we get on
2: screen, which is very impressive. Whoa. Like little drones or what? Little drone, <laughs> drone cameras.
1: No, it's like not that big of a plane. They just use the regular kind, just up and up there in the air, there, in the sky. In the okay, up okay. In the sky. Oh, and I do want to say real, real, really quickly, um how much this movie costs. The Moolah, the budget.
2: Oh shit! Yeah,
1: this movie cost. I have it right here, and I'm totally prepared for this. Um, I wrote it down over here. Oh yeah, twenty three million dollars. <laughs> That's a big ass budget. And then they got it mostly because there were these two executive producers who came on the scene like, is this the X-Files people? <laughs> and they were like, we love X-Files. And they like made sure that they got a lot of financing for this movie, nice. which was very, very needed. And the reason that we got scenes like the plane scene and the train scene, which I'll get to. Right, right. That's it. That's my, that's my aside. Back to Devin. Wow, that's fucking cool.
2: Damn. I think it's really neat. That's awesome. I'm assuming they did like... Um like, how did they do? I was wondering how they did, like, the part where people get sucked out the window. Is that all just CGI? Oh, very CGI. Yeah. So um, so people didn't actually get sucked out the window? They killed
1: 10 extras. Only 10? Normal for 2,000. Okay, good. In today's years, that's 30.
2: <laughs> 30 extras.
1: We either show our embarrassing CGI or we kill a couple extras. <laughs> Funny.
2: It's a lesser.
1: <laughs> eh, whatever eh. did this get also did this scene give you twilight zone vibes
2: mm, no why
1: this whole because of the the famous one of the monster on the wing seen oh my that, right? god
2: i forgot about that i forgot that's like something that i watched so long ago i totally forgot about that
1: i can't wait to watch a lot i'm gonna show you a lot of twilight zone because it's good shit and that's yeah. one of the first things i wrote down here is i was like twilight zone because this whole movie <laughs> feels so twilight zone whenever i learned that it was like the writers were from the x-files yeah and like that's and also glenn who is um the co the co-director he was an executive producer on jordan peele's reboot of the twilight zone oh shit which tracks and then also um what's his name the guy from american pie sean william scott the class clown yeah he, whenever he was talking about the film and reading the script, he said it just feels like a dark, as dark and eerie as like any sort of Twilight Zone.
2: Wow. So I guess I it know. is supposed to be like a Twilight Zone vibe. It's very Twilight Zone. Mm. Very, very, very much.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think it was actually pitched as like an episode of X-Files originally. They're like, hey, we can use this as an exp- episode of X-Files. And I'm like, I have it's an idea. bigger than
2: this. Yeah.
1: Launch a franchise and yeah. make billions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> One That's episode bad. or five movies?
1: <laughs> or yeah, exactly
2: five. How many five, are there? How, actually? how many? many? Yeah, we should look that up. <laughs>
1: Final Destination movies. Asking Google, there are five. Just five more. Five.
2: Yeah, Been they, they called it quits. The last one was
1: in 2011. They shouldn't have. Honestly, the last one was 2011. We got to keep going.
2: All in favor? <laughs> Maybe they'll say do a I? reboot in. Um, I would do five years. I'm With down. Evil Dead Rise type.
1: I know. Yeah. Like, like, I want it to be like Evil Dead Rise, where they're like,
2: just keep doing one every couple of years. Just yeah. Throw them out. Oh my God. I forgot about Final Destination 3, the fucking roller coaster one. That's the best one. That's uh, the yes, best one, in my opinion. Such a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one, that's one I think about literally all the Is time. Is that the
2: tanning booth one? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, the, I feel like the most famous scene from. We should do a watch party of the Final Destination movies.
0: Again, all, all in favor, them. say aye. 10 hours. All of them.
2: Binge. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to Devin Sawa. Anyway, so. Anyway. Anyway, so Alex and the rest of the students and Mrs. Luton are being questioned by the FBI. And everyone except for. I'm just going to call her Claire because fuck it. Everyone except for Claire is suspicious. <laughs> her name that, is Claire. It's fucking stupid. Everyone except for Claire is suspicious that Alex was somehow involved in causing the explosion, or I mean, that he is some sort of creepy witch person.
1: I mean,. Like, yeah. Literally, one of the characters goes, He's not a witch. Was that clear? Yeah, it was. He like came to his defense in front of the FBI. I'm like, Say less, honey girl. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: All of them had like a different reaction to what happened. Like, some of them didn't believe him. Some thought he like planted a bomb or something. Some of them were like, Oh, he's clairvoyant. He planted a bomb. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. I would a
1: billion percent think that he was involved. Literally. Yeah. Nick, uh, my my husband, he watched the very beginning of this with me because he had to work. And I was like, please watch the first part with me. And as soon as um, he said, I wish you had been on that plane, the jock, he goes, we will, we will. FBI, he's right here. <laughs> he's right here. And the next scene is him getting interrogated by the FBI. I'm surprised he like, didn't do more. Yeah,
2: yeah it's kind of weird. Good job. Yeah. Good job.
1: Interrogate him. I did like this scene with the FBI, though, where they're talking to the students. I thought it was very realistic how they I were agree. kind of... Because everyone, everyone's like, are there any survivors? Like, what's going on? And the FBI knows that there are no survivors. Right. But they need to get as much information out of these people as possible while, while it's fresh in their brains. So they, the, I thought it was really interesting how they were like, listen... Like they took control of that situation. They're they like, listen, we're the FBI, we're here, here are our badges, blah, blah, blah. Um, we don't know. We're it's an ongoing investigation, but any information you have is gonna aid us in the search and rescue mission. It's gonna help us find your friends, it's gonna help us figure out what's going on and save people. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which isn't really true. It's a redirect you know, people that are being emotional, you're like, how can we direct this emotional energy into something that's beneficial for both of us?
1: Yes. I thought that was very interesting to watch, especially I wasn't expecting it from a movie like Final Destination. No, I I agree. I was very impressed.
2: No. Yeah. I wrote down the same thing. I was like, everyone's reactions to the death of their friends and their classmates and their coworkers and the way that they deal with loss and the way that they deal with the knowledge of their impending death and the emotional tolls it's taking on everyone, I feel like was extremely realistic. And I felt like the writing and character development in this movie was very good. And I did not expect that. I agree.
1: I didn't either. Yeah. And that's something that the actors picked up on when they were reading the screenplay is they all of them had made comments at some point about how the relationships were very genuine and very authentic. Yeah. And they are. Yeah. You can have your critiques of this movie, but. This feels like a
2: bunch of high school students. I agree. Yeah, the, the one thing Rangers I'll say, traumatic event. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is the is relationship. The <laughs> no, well, no, the relationship between Claire and Claire. Alex <laughs> <laughs> came out of fucking nowhere. Like, I mean, I yeah. knew that they were going to get together, but it went from like them being like understanding, close, we're going through trauma together, f- friends to him calling her baby out of nowhere it was so weird it was just like all of a sudden a change where like I understand they're high schoolers and that kind of happens when you're in high school but I was also like that was the disconnect where I was like okay that's they should have bridged the gap there a little bit better like there was no scene where they were falling for each other or flirting or anything it was just Mm -mm. like not that and then that and I was like whoa okay
1: I could have, I could have done without any romantic anything Same. between these yeah, two. Yeah, they didn't no, need agree. it.
2: They didn't need it. I don't think it
1: added anything.
2: It didn't. But I feel like these movies are always made for like teens and like Teenagers. young adults, and like everyone wants yeah. to see that when you're that age. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that. That's true. Like their target audience is not us. Although that's what they got. Their target audience <laughs> is like. Teenagers, yeah, and that was yeah. one of the things I didn't read much into critical reception. I know that's your that's your thing, but I do know that most people were kind of like, "This is for the
2: teenage dating scene."
1: Yeah, literally, that's what they would say. This is for like a bunch of dating teenagers.
2: Yeah, I could see how this would be like a very fun movie to see on a date. <laughs> if you're fucked yeah, up, yeah, this like would be me. a great date. And <laughs> Kate, yeah, this a great for date, our date movie. next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're dating a witch, no. (laughs) If you're
1: dating a witch, pop this bad boy in. Pop this bad boy in. Pop. I will say I had a problem with (laughs) Devin Sawa's like bestie in the movie.
2: Oh yeah, how he didn't mourn his brother harder.
1: Yep, that one.
2: Mm -hmm. That was a problem because he's
1: like he's telling the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got off the plane and my brother told me to get off the plane and then he blew up. Yeah. And I'm like, and again, cry a little.
2: Yeah, I think he is in shock. And also he's a high school yeah. boy and like, blah, blah. Like, who knows?
1: What about at his um funeral? What about the funeral where he's like joshing around with Devin? And I'm like, I know. we're we're mourning your dead brother. So be sadder.
2: Yeah, but he's a boy. And also this <laughs> <I> is... <laughs> feel sadness they don't they don't not in high school it's all suppressed it's all fucking not, not normal any emotionally sadness is weakness basically no in fully. 2000 it was that's fully. true yeah yeah like, oh like, you're sad your brother's dead sounds gay like that stood out to me immediately where i was like it's weird that he's not mourning his brother more or there's not more lines that are addressing that but then it kind of dawned on me i was like okay like they're in high school, supposed to be in high school and whatever. Yeah, but it's like, it, your brother though. I know, but I, I just feel like that's just almost normal. All right, I'll so let
1: that one, yeah. I'll let that one slippity slide because yeah, of all yeah. the wins, all the W's this movie has. <laughs> Letting the lack of sadness about your brother dying on the flight that you got off of. Like,
2: I feel like what would have been a more like average emotional response would have been him saying less and shutting down more. Like, I don't think he needs to cry, but I don't think he needs to be like joking around with his friends. It's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can't be talking about them hot girls in your class at your brother's like mass
2: literal memorial service. Yeah. It doesn't make sense,
1: but it's like, you got to honestly club members, this movie, we're moving fast. You mourn fast, you move on fast. (laughs) Yeah. But this movie
2: also does skip time, too. Like, it's like this happened, and then 40 days later, this happened, and then six months later, this happened. So it's like you're over your brother. It's giving a little bit of, okay, like maybe we're. At a different point. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Also, if we're going to grieve every person who has a traumatic death in this movie, we're not going to have a fun time. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because, like, everyone's watching everyone die in terrible ways. Like, <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. For real. It's gonna, so, you're going to be sad. We're going to be wasting time. So, 40 days later, the survivors are at the memorial service for the plane explosion victims. And that evening, Alex is at home and he's obsessing over the crash and his newspaper that he's reading gets sucked into the fan and chopped up and the fan Love spits it. out a piece of a headline that reads T.O.D., which is Todd. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and Todd so he's, like, worried about his friend Todd now <laughs> and so he, like, rushes to Todd's house and meanwhile, Todd is not doing well. Did you get any, like... um
1: Maybe you're schizophrenic vibes. Yeah, 100%. Okay,
2: okay. Just making sure that wasn't me. I was like, maybe you're creating these hmm. chains of events and thinking you're, you know, things are being told to you by a higher power when that's not a real. What does your
1: therapist think about this? <laughs> yeah.
2: For real. All of these kids need therapists. What therapist. does think? <laughs> For real.
1: No therapy. Top it up. Take some roids. She does
2: keep getting shit right, though. There's a difference. Like if you're if you're <laughs> predicting plane crashes and predicting people's deaths and you're he right did. about it.
1: Listen, I'm not going to take that from him. <laughs> he was correct,
2: but he still needs to be on lithium. Maybe he needs to see a doctor. So was he's Prozac? at Todd's house and That's his friend. That's his bestie. His BFF Todd is... With the dead brother. Shaving his already shaved face. There's nothing on his face, (laughs) but he's shaving it for no reason. And there's a shaver that he cuts himself. You're like, is he going to cut his throat? Like, how's this guy going to die? Blah, blah, blah. This is the most
1: stressful scene for me.
2: Yeah. And there's like water that's got a life of its own sneaking out. Supernatural serial killer water. Like sneaking out of the toilet. And Gross. going to trip him, and so he accidentally falls and gets hung in his shower by a clothesline. Just stand up, guy, bro. Literally, I wrote that. I was like, "Why just are you stand not standing up?" up? <laughs>
1: like, and they like make like an in canon reason. They're like, "It's slippery." I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," but it's
2: not because the fluid is water. Like they they show his feet struggling yes. to like get his weight underneath him, Traction, but yeah. it's just water. It's not like it's soap. You know, like also put your feet underneath you. What kind of wire are you using? That is the tensile strength. I know, I was like, that shit would have broken.
1: Thread that you're hanging your clothes on in the shower that it is literally strangling you to death. Yes. Yes. And you can't and he's like trying to break it. But here's the thing this is like a final destination rule, if you haven't caught on to it already, is that death is like almost like a sentient. All-powerful. Yes. All-powerful. All-knowing. And you cannot, all-knowing, and you cannot cheat death. You can't win. So all of these people who came off this plane, death sees them. Yeah. And death is going to bend the rules to get what death needs. Yeah. So if that means that there's soap in the tub and the rope that holds this clothing line together is, like, stronger than shit. (laughs) like an anchor like a ship anchor? Yeah. And like that's how it is. And how I'm how it so is. sorry
2: my love. Yeah, cuz the water will sneak out towards his feet and then sneak back towards the toilet. Like it's not like, oh, I guess there's a leak. Like it's literally like a Spoopy water. A fully like like a haunted puddle. <laughs> it re- <laughs> like the the puddle of water is fully haunted by death. That puddle is gonna get you. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> you should be. Uh, yeah. The puddle's coming. Here comes the puddle. Todd is Here dead. Um. So Alex shows oh, yeah, up. Bye to- Todd. So Todd's gone. Todd's fucked. So Alex shows up to Todd's house as he's being taken away in a body bag. Sorry, I laughed. It's just a little bit ridiculous. His
1: parents are there and they're like <laughs> gently wiping tears from their eye. I'm like, this is your second child to I'm like, die. these
2: people, yeah. Like, I guess what would have been a more appropriate response though? Like, I guess scream you're just in shock. Crying. Scream <laughs> crying.
1: Scream crying. Hereditary scream crying. Yes, <laughs> which I watched recently only until that scene. And then I stopped because I was having a,
2: it didn't make me feel good at all. That's like the best scene in the movie.
1: I know. It's upsetting and I hate that in the I am your mother speech, but we're not we're not here to find uh, out. I like the fire. Jerry. Okay. <laughs> You're fucked up. Something's wrong yeah. with you. Yeah, that's my favorite. Something's problem. wrong with you. But yeah, they're like gently patting away tears from their eyes. They're like second child called like off. Just like pretty <laughs>
2: sobbing. Yeah. Just like yeah. gentle sobs. Both Gentle of their stop. children are dead in freak accidents. And they <laughs> go
1: up to seven, Devin Sawa, who's like, "What's how? Where's Todd? And they're like,
2: In the barn. Your bag. fault. <laughs> Todd is dead and it is your fault. He hung himself. Oh, also, Clear is there. Yeah, for no reason. Oh, yeah, he hung himself because of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, That's a stretch, but okay. It's like, Actually, he saved one of your sons, but let's also, ignore this that. This is very clearly an accident. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said that it was not an accident. They think he hung himself. I know.
1: Yeah. They ruled it as a hanging, but like,
2: come on. But maybe not. That coroner phoned that in a little bit, I'll say. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is they ruled it an accident before they even had the autopsy report. Before there was a yeah. Because they talk about this in the next scene about how it can't possibly be. Ooh, let's talk about the next scene. The best scene so, in the next scene, Alex and Claire sneak into the funeral home. Her name is Claire. It's <laughs> a stupid name. So, <laughs> Alex and Claire <laughs> sneak into the funeral home to examine Todd's corpse for literally no reason. And they—we're they, like, not traumatized enough. We could use some more trauma. It's fully unexplained nonsense and that's why this is Kate's favorite scene because there's absolutely (laughs) no reason for them to do this so they they literally climb in through the ceiling like it's a full dramatic moment mission impossible kind of situation yes so they meet a mortician who's examining mortician Todd's corpse um his name is William Blood Bloodworth who (laughs) (laughs) Bloodworth literally I'm dying. Yeah. Who hypothesizes that the survivors have disrupted death's plan and that death will now claim the lives of those who are meant to die in the plane crash. This is a
1: professional mortician (laughs) at a hospital.
2: Wait, but all of you guys have heard the scene from the beginning of this episode. So you know why it's just so over the top ridiculous and why Kate probably wrote this scene for this movie. (laughs) Like if like if this scene didn't exist, like someone came up to Kate and was like, if you could add a scene to this movie, what would it be? I need
1: you to write some fanfic for <laughs> yes. Destination.
2: Yes. For so many reasons, it's over the top ridiculous. Um, it's so
1: good. Um, my favorite line, which is not a great not a line you want to hear from your public mortician. In death, there are no accidents.
2: Great. Love it. I'm like, well, sometimes. Good, sir. Hopefully that's not <laughs> Hopefully true. Hopefully that's not true. <laughs> uh, okay. And you already know the best one. What is it?
1: You just want me to say it. And I would love to. Thank you for the opportunity. So here's the, here's the situation. Here's the situation. I think I would like to propose like a bet. Between you and I. Okay. Whoever whomever can casually and organically work this into conversation <laughs> in, with the each other, <laughs> in the near future. In the near future, gets $5. Okay. Um, In that quote, you don't even wanna
2: fuck with that Mac daddy. <laughs> Wait, that's totally gonna be the quote at the beginning of this shit. I am so excited. <laughs> I knew it.
1: I was praying. <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, please it's, say the Mac Daddy line. It's so
2: unnecessary that this, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't match the tone of the rest of the movie at all. Nope. But it, yeah, like it. the reason doesn't make sense. The behavior, the lines, the tone, I just don't understand the, the character? scene at all. The character's random. He's uh, just got like three lines and they're just like the most outrageous fucking things <laughs> outrageous. ever. Outrageous, yeah. Like,
1: what? You don't even want to fuck with that, that Mac daddy. daddy. He's referring to death. He's by referring the way. to death.
2: Yes. He's fully referring I to death. I can't handle it.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and the, the rule is $10 if you're talking about death and you can use that in <laughs> death. But $5 if you can organically work it into any conversation. Oh, it'll happen. <laughs> you on?
2: Yes. Vertical, we'll, virtual handshake? We'll do a All virtual right. handshake on that. Virtual
1: handshake. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent.
2: Love it. Love it.
1: Obviously, my favorite scene,
2: but, you know. (laughs) Yes, Kate's literal favorite scene. Anyway. I
1: I watched it twice. (laughs)
2: Because,
1: like, no one asked for this scene. No one asked for it. Nope. It didn't really
2: add anything to the movie. It could have not been there. It didn't explain anything. It didn't. Like, if they just had Alex, like, figure it out on his own, sure. Like, he already figures out, like, multiple other things. Like, he didn't need someone to be like, listen, like... Death is coming for you, and you don't even want to fuck Listen. with that, Mac Daddy. You don't want to
1: fuck with that, Mac Daddy. Am I going to say no to a spooky mortician? Also, his entrance, he, like, just pops out from a corner. Yeah, yeah. It's golden. It is
2: gold. Yes. Kate wrote this scene. Um, um 10 out of 10. That. I don't know if I mentioned, I liked it. This scene Continue. is a 10 out of 10 for Kate. It is so good. <laughs> and, yeah, so Alex and Claire decide to... Clear figure out their next move
1: (laughs) her name is clear
2: and the rest of their survivors just happen to arrive all in the same place and they're outside a cafe and weird terry carter's girlfriend is blonde and sexually active and therefore must die next so she steps into the street and is hit by a bus regina george styles but she actually dies
1: (laughs) Listen, I'm not going to lie, and I'm this is the only thing I'm going to say before we get there, but that is
2: my number 2 death. Number 2? Okay. Number 2. I need to know what your number 1 death is. Strictly for the um the comedic timing. It was good. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It felt like Regina George. It felt very Mean Girls. It was. It was. Did Mean, mean Girls came after this though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. well after this. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure, just making sure.
1: Yeah, um but she's like Guys, I am not going to let this plane crash be the most important thing that happened into my life. I, like, you guys need to get over it. Yeah. I'm moving on. Steps out, <laughs> creamed by a bus. <laughs> it's
2: like, oh. I I think that her way of dealing with this would have been how I dealt with it, which is like, let's just forget that this happened. Let's just fucking move on. We What plane? Yeah. What friends? Like, let's just stop obsessing over it. And live in the moment and then I would have died immediately so I feel like out of all of the deaths this one's probably the least painful like I feel like this is probably the most painless death out of all of them so I'd probably pretty fast I'd probably elect being hit by a bus
1: if I'm in the final destination universe if I can be hit by a bus before I realize that I'm going to get hit by a bus yes I'll take that one
2: yeah I think that's the best way to do it
1: the other ones are bad the other
2: ones aren't good yeah No. Not good. So. They're delightful if you're a viewer. (laughs) Fun stuff. Fun. (laughs) So Alex is, again, obsessing over plane crash deets. And he figures Mm -hmm. out that death is killing the survivors according to the order that they were meant to die on the plane. And he decides that the next person to die is Miss Luton. So he heads to her house, try to save her. And he shows up. Just after a freak accident where her throat gets slashed and she's stabbed by a falling kitchen knife, <laughs> like I don't remember. And then she blows up. And then her house literally explodes dramatically for no reason, literally no reason. <laughs> like she's already fully dead. She's been stabbed multiple times and exsanguinated. Her com- her computer
1: shoots shrapnel. Oh, the computer into is what it, Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really funny because, like, I don't know if like. In in 2000 or whatever, it was like computers were like this novel technology to have in your home. Uh, They probably were because we didn't have. We had one. You're right. I didn't even think about that. And it was like this scary like machine, right? That's going to
2: kill you. (laughs) That's going to kill you. Shoot metal at your neck.
1: It's going to shoot PC parts (laughs) into your neck. And she pulls out the... Like glass, plastic. The PC. Like she's like
2: something in her neck. bleeding out, Literally. running
1: around, stumbling around, slipping she on her falls blood to the ground, slipping on her own blood. So much blood. She falls to the ground and she's like, why? I don't know. But she's reaching for a cloth.
2: Oh, she's trying to stop the bleeding. Yeah, but honey. Reach for a phone. <laughs> yeah. Try different than that. You already have a hand. Much. Put pressure on it. Take your mm-hmm. shirt off. Use your shirt. Don't
1: worry about the cloth that yeah. is underneath the butcher block. That's of knife. literally on a
2: butcher knife that you're about to. Maybe see.
1: leave it. Be. Maybe but she don't like use that yoinks one. But she the knife and then the knife.
2: Perfectly. <laughs> the butcher block falls
1: and she gets like a full butcher knife stabbing into the middle of her
2: abdomen. Yeah, And then to add insult to injury, the entire house blows up. Well, no. So something else happens, right? So like something happens where he is in there and he's trying to yeah, save he her. Yeah, he shows up. And then something happens where the table moves and then it hits the chair and the chair falls and hits the knife further into her. That's <laughs> right. And she's like, she's like still alive. And then the, it hits it further she's into like, her. And she's like, go away. Yeah. You bad omen. Yeah. yeah for real. <laughs> Let me die. Oh my God. Wait, Kate, okay, I have a story about this. So when I was in undergrad. Did this avenue? Mm, yes, actually. So when I was in <gasps> undergrad, No, it's not that big of a story, but when I I was an undergrad, I was walking with like this person I like sort of knew, but not really like me and her had like one or two classes together. She didn't really know me that well, but we were like walking and there was a man that was like mowing the lawn, like 10 feet away from us. And I think he hit a rock or something and it flew and hit my (gasps) neck and it like hit my neck really hard. And I was like, fuck, like a rock just flew out of that lawnmower and hit my neck final destination style. I literally said that. And the oh girl God. was like, what's final listening shit? And I was like, OK, OK, bitch, we're not going to be fucking friends. But. Bitch,
1: <laughs> you failed the test. You
2: failed the test. <laughs> you
1: failed so hard.
2: <laughs> I would have known immediately. <laughs> yeah, we would have been BFFs that moment. It didn't even cut me. It just like hit me. And I thought it would be like a funny joke to like reference a movie. And she like didn't get it. <gasps> I know. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. She didn't get
1: it. But y'all should really wear eye protection when you do your lawn. Just saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And For neck protection. Season. Apparently. <laughs> Protect your thyroid. Yeah. Cover yeah. it up. <laughs> Protect your I only go out jugular. in full body padding to do the lawn. <laughs> full turtleneck. And <laughs> <In> Kevlar. <laughs> um, okay. so So the rest of the survivors, Alex, Claire, Billy, and Carter reunite while driving across the town while Alex is trying to explain to them that he figured out the order that they're all going to die. So Carter who's next to die. Guys, this fan shot out this newspaper that said Todd. <laughs> He's like if you throw the newspaper at the fan, it'll tell you who's going <laughs> to die. Now. It'll
1: no. tell you your future. No. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. So he tells Carter or he insinuates that Carter's the next to die. So he gets pissed. So Carter's the asshole guy. Boyfriend of Terry who just died and poorly, he's pissed and he stops his car on a train crossing. So we're at the train scene now. And so everyone's like, move, move. And he's like, no. So then they're all just like, fuck you then. And so they get out of the car, except for Carter who wants to die on his own terms. So he's like, I'm just going to let this fucking train hit me. And then at the last moment he changes his mind, but the seatbelt jams and he like can't take his fucking seatbelt off, which is like the most terrifying thing ever
1: horrible and the supernatural ghost demon death
2: like locks all of the locks on the car yes it's so cool yeah can't unlock the door They make sure you know it's supernatural mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he can't escape and just as about the just as the train is about to hit him alex like runs back in and pulls carter out of the car through the window and saves him saves his life so is this the train scene you're talking about yes okay do you remember what happens immediately after this who dies I guess not. So the train then hits the car and then a flying piece of metal, shrapnel, flies at Billy's head and fully slices his head in half. Oh, Amazing. I forgot
1: about that. Amazing. I did forget. So the reason I forgot about that is because <laughs> <laughs> I was doing research on how they made this scene and they made it very shrapnel proof. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there are actors involved in this scene. Yeah. I for, I completely forgot he gets his head cut in half. I forgot. That is the
2: best fucking kill. I can't believe you forgot about that. Is it? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. We're going to disagree there. It's but, hilarious you know. because he's, it is hilarious. he comes over and he's like... Amped, and he's like, "Oh, like you saved him! Like, oh, da, da. and then it literally flies, <laughs> and it's not like it decapitates him. Like, it literally goes like through halfway, halfway through his head. So like, he still has half of his head, but like, like through where his nose is, and it's just like gone. And it's freaking hilarious. Gone. And then you get to see his little piece of a head rolling away. It's funny. they did
1: that. They did that. Um, they use a lot of every single death they did. They use models. Nice. Wait, so not Eagerly, a real head. So <laughs> They did not kill Sean, whatever his name is. Sean William Scott <laughs> did not kill him for this movie. I forgot about that scene. It's the best scene. I That was a good kill. I'm it's not going to lie. It's a good one. So this was their most difficult shoot is what they said. I'm it's sure the it was. Said. I'm sure it was. Yeah. They were like, because they didn't need a train to hit something. And so what they did is they took a car that was an exact replica of the car that they were driving um they removed any real sheet metal or anything that could pose any sort of threat to the actors i don't know how you do that in a car not a mechanic i don't know they're like i don't know is it a plastic car i don't know what this i don't know i don't know (laughs) i looked i that's all the answers i got for you okay and they cut it in half
2: oh so that it would like break in half easily exactly Oh, that's cool
1: so it would just like
2: hmm okay but it was like a real train. I looked
1: everywhere. I looked everywhere, Ariana. I don't know. If it was a real they train, they used a replica car. I don't. Did they use a replica train? I don't know.
2: Wow. Are trains like indestructible or like really cheap to fix? They're not
1: indestructible. They can derail.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they cut it in half. So it was like barely a. Kaboom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe. And then it was really light because there's no actual metal oh, in it. Oh,
2: yeah. Fake car. Maybe.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's all I could find because I could not find footage of it and I couldn't find any story about the actual train they used. But I know they used a real car. Yeah.
2: Plastic. Oh, co- real car. <laughs> a real plastic car. A real plastic little car. That's pretty cool. Well, I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so they figure out that if you intervene in someone's death, it immediately skips to the next person in the sequence. So that's what they learned from that moment. So Alex assumes he's next to die. So he baby proofs a cabin and hides I love out. that scene. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And he's trying to prevent his death. Um, so he's like literally covering everything sharp and like sitting. He has like a, like a kerosene, kerosene lamp, lamp, over lamp some water. surrounded by a bowl of water just in case. And then he suddenly remembers that he changed seats with one of his classmates, which actually means that Claire would be next So he rushes to help her and.
1: (laughs) It sounds like schizophrenic nonsense. I know. It's like
2: he always shows up at the wrong moment. So he rushes to help her and finds her (laughs) trapped inside her car surrounded by a live electrical cable. That's just my favorite scene. Fully spraying electricity everywhere. And there is gasoline around her car too. (laughs) And they're in like a freaking rainstorm and it's just <laughs> hilarious. I don't know. It's just like so over the top.
1: The pyrotechnics in this movie yeah. do
2: not quit. Yeah. <laughs> they do not quit. For real. They go hard the whole time. Bro, yeah. And the sad part is that like she is like taking precautions. She's a smart girl to like protect herself. But of course, the fucking death demon demon. Sentient whatever cuts the cable sure. so that it's like threatening her dog because it's like flying near yeah. her German Shepherd. And, He's in a pool of water, and he is, and there's oh yeah, and then there's like a kiddie pool that's like about to like explode and like go over him, and like the cables flying. And I'm like, you know what? That's how the that's how the Grim Reaper would get me. It would threaten my cat, and I'd go save my cat. I'd like and die. come out here, yeah. I'd be like, all right, here this I go. This way, <laughs> like all like, right, <laughs> it's my time. Then I you guess. don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, so so Alex shows up and he decides to sacrifice himself by grabbing the cable to allow Claire to escape from her car. So she he grabs the cable and then she gets out of her car right before it explodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so her, her car explodes, and I did make a drinking game for this this movie. Every time there's, there's an one explosion,
2: <laughs> correct. <laughs> explosion of the car. She goes flying, Alex goes flying. He's also electrocuted, but somehow he doesn't die. I don't understand it. Even it's though cool. it's, it's he's chill. literally next in line to die. So I do not understand. Don't worry about it. We don't ask he's questions. Fine. Um so <laughs> 6 months later, Claire and Carter and Alex are casually flying to Paris. Fucked up, six but I'm proud of them. Months later and they're like acting like everything's fine and I'm like six no months, chance is this because everyone who's watching this is in high school and for some reason six months seems like a long that's time? that's a
1: billion years yeah
2: because yeah. like I blink and six months goes by <laughs>
1: <laughs> truly I'll be like hey remember the other day and Ariana's like that was in 2012 like and I'm like what <laughs> it's
2: crazy I mean I'm only 30 and I guess these people are supposed to be half my age which is really fucking scary yeah, yeah, yeah. But six months is really short. But anyway, they all get That's over it. And they all decide to go to Paris and fly on a plane.
1: Of <laughs> all places. Yeah. I get it. I get to face your fears. But like, maybe not there. Maybe would, not where all of your classmates were trying to go.
2: I seems never, a little macabre. But never get over it. I would never get on a plane again. Oh no. wow. If all of my l- high school friends got killed in a plane crash, you bet your ass in a traumatic- that, you f- that you barely got away from... There's no chance I would ever get on a plane again. I don't give a fuck. No, absolutely not. No, not six Brain years later, not sixty years later. In
1: Disney World. Yeah. Let's go. And I'd fucking
2: <laughs> get a electric car and mm-hmm. <laughs> drive everywhere. Something that
1: won't explode. I'd go to the dealership and be like, "Give me your least explosive, explodable give me your car, plasticky,
2: <laughs> most plasticky car you have. <laughs> <laughs> no metal. No metal. Just plastic. Soft plastic." <laughs> <laughs> that's all i need yes so they're in paris and they're drinking wine and cheese living it up living it up and Ally larder's blonde so you know she's gone through some shit and yeah alex truly is still obsessing and he reveals that he's worried that death really never skipped him after he saved claire and he like pulls out the map of the plane and he starts telling them and they're like can you chill like get the fuck over it can you it. not
1: like, we're, We're trying to eat a baguette. Trying for fuck's to get sake. over
2: it, yes. And then he gets like a weird feeling, and he's like, gets like a feeling like something's gonna happen. So he like attempts to like go back to the hotel, and a bus driving. <laughs> here's the bus again. <laughs> the bus driving by hits a parking sign, and that sign hits a neon sign, which then starts to fall toward him. And then Carter pushes Alex out of the way to save him, but then the sign swings back and kills Carter. <laughs> Sorry, Carter. The end. <laughs> that is literally the end of the it's movie. So good. It's hilarious. I can't.
1: At what point do you start believing this guy, Carter? Yeah. For fuck's sake. If premonition boy is like, I got to go. I also have to go in yeah. the opposite direction. Yeah. I mean, he's, I go. how many times
2: has he been right now? Like four? A lot five? of times. Yeah. He pulled you
1: out of a car. For real. When death tried to trap you in it on the train track. Yeah. Maybe we believe him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, He's like, you sound like a
2: fucking nerd right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd. What a nerd. <laughs> All right, Kate, I have Great a- Great ending, though. I have a quiz for you. And by a quiz, I mean I have one question for you. Thank God. I don't have the <laughs> mental capacity for a full quiz. All right. My question for you is, how many men do we see- pooping in this movie <laughs>
1: what are you serious no wait really two two next to each other two next to each other because they're like we gotta
2: poop before we get on the plane <laughs> false there's another pooping scene there's another one todd is pooping right before he gets murdered are you sure yes he's sitting on the toilet unless he's paying Straight sitting, the down. P sitting down maybe <laughs> he's Sitting on the toilet. I'm like, this is this literally... Are you telling me we see him poop twice? two times in this movie where we see Todd sitting on a toilet. It's,
1: Bless him. It's too
2: much. It's it's three too many.
1: Though... <laughs> <laughs> I do remember watching this scene, and Nick was still here for this part because it's the beginning. And Todd's, Todd goes up to Devin Sow and is like, we gotta go take a shit. Because what if we have to go on the airplane and then a hot girl comes in behind us?
2: Yeah, that did not need to be at all like what was the point of that besides playing the creepy john denver song in the bathroom i think
1: probably teenagers liked it right
2: (laughs) i guess so i guess it's funny i don't know
1: i guess i guess that's funny i don't know i asked because like i'm so sorry and maybe this is tmi but i can't just like force something that's not gonna
2: happen to happen some people can though kate i know a lot of people that can yes a lot of men do will their body yes what? Yes. I'm blowing my mind. <laughs> Kate's like Kate's like when I do it, it's an emergency situation. <laughs> it's it's, it's an coming.
0: Emergency.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm this is cry. why Nick tells you that you're becoming a little bit too comfortable with bathroom humor because you've been spending too Oh my gosh, he hates it. You.
1: He he made a bathroom humor joke and I like cackled <laughs> and he goes, well, I thought you'd like that because you like like fart jokes. And it was only because I had been
2: hanging out with this bitch right here. The key to my heart group with an older brother. I've learned. And that's why, bro, my brother is not at fault. It's my mom. My mom. Oh, it's that, that makes more sense. Honestly, yeah. Jules, Jules, thank Jules loves a bathroom for- joke.
1: Opening my world. I will never forget the time that we both made the same fart joke at the same time about a bar. It was on like Chartreuse Street in New Orleans. And there was like Chartreuse Street bar. And we both made a Chardonnay joke. (laughs) At the same time. Like we were talking over each other to say it faster.
2: (laughs) something's wrong with us oh my god we an, an owner the other day said the word shart to me like four times and I almost no. had to leave the room I almost became like very unprofessional
1: like they were giving their patient history of their pet yes. and they use the
2: word shart yes Kate no like <laughs> yes I instead of like saying that her dog was like having diarrhea like every time she would say it was having diarrhea she would say shart and then I like had to leave <laughs> I was like, I can't keep a straight face. I need here. to
1: excuse myself. Yes, I gotta go take a chart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so
2: sorry, I'll be back. You understand. Go, you get it. <laughs> you get it.
1: This is what I'm talking about. This is what Nick I is know, talking about, Ariana. He's like, you can't
2: hang out with her anymore. It's escalating. I love it. I can't wait.
1: I'm going to cry. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed our, enjoyed our short jokes for five Everyone minutes. Everyone turned us off a um, while ago. Kate, I don't know what you're <laughs> They were like, that's enough. <laughs> they were like, this is where you're we draw done. the
2: line you're done Ugh. i have to know what your ranked deaths are okay so i didn't rank it i just said best kill and worst, oh, your kill. Best, to worst. best and worst best yeah. was obviously head getting chopped in half by flying shrapnel that's my shit that's fucking hilarious I literally
1: forgot about that one and i regret it i, I was just so I distracted by did. the special
2: effects i'm sorry i'm <laughs> sorry i'm sorry best fucking one it was good it was good my worst kill aka least satisfying but funny and also like the way i'd want to die would be the regina george death that was hilarious. That's my, quote, worst kill, but also, like, best kill because it's, like, the most humane, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. That was my number
1: two because it cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my number one,
2: Miss Teacher. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's a lot. It's
1: brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. The getting the knife that's already, like, impaled her, smacked further Deeper into her. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's almost, like, as <laughs> creepy as, like, terrifier almost where it's like let me just yeah. push this in deeper yeah some salt in the wound yeah yeah yeah, yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. that was number one i just could i was cackling
2: in glee <laughs> sure.
1: the entire time <laughs> i was dying <laughs> um and the worst one tub boy oh tub
2: boy okay just get, stand up yeah just stand up I agree. Just stand up. My I will friend. say I liked that. Like, I mean, it was very gruesome. It was very realistic. Like they made his like eyes go like red, which is like crazy. He did. Yeah. But no, I agree. I think it was like. Why? All
1: the deaths in this movie are fun. Yeah. But I was like. Just stand, stand up. Like it was like a two minute scene of him choking to death. I'm like,
2: just like. Just bro. like. Or don't even like you have like a a faucet behind you like you have ways to like put your arms so many ways. on something and relieve the pressure on your neck like just just step out of the tub do something to relieve the pressure and then like call just for get, help step up yeah don't make sense step up on the ledges don't make sense
1: No, Um, that was a really good buildup scene, though, where they were like showing like the razor and like the step on the floor and they were showing all these things. I'm like, oh, my God, because it's not a question of if they're going to die. Right. know
2: they're going to die. Right. It's how are they going to die? And that's so fun. It is fun. And it's fun to watch people kind of, you know, take precautions to like escape that. Like, I think that's a very common like horror movie trope where it's like, how am I going to break the cycle? How am I going to be the exception? Like, how can we be smart about this? And it's, I mean, it sucks when it fails, but it's also like, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. I loved watching Devin Sawa trying to, like, apocalypse-proof his little situation, using duct tape to keep everything on the walls so nothing can fall on him. Yeah, yep. It was hilarious. Uh-huh.
2: It's good. Yeah, smart stuff. Good shit. Yeah. I have one more thing I want to talk about. So... Tell me. During our Candyman scene, he... <laughs> brings up something called a cada- cadaveric spasm
1: oh yeah 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 because yeah. because the dead body just like raises its hand in the air
2: <laughs> yeah that's something we didn't say it's like okay so they're in the morgue the body is of his best friend is on the table and the arm of the dead body just randomly just like comes up like they're like over him like making, like, they're sad that, like, he's wearing makeup. They're like, it doesn't really look like him. And then his arm just, like... He's been dead for a minute. Yeah. His arm just, like, fully spazzes. And the that's when Candyman makes his entrance, and he's like... It's a great entrance. Yeah. And he's like, that's called a cadaveric spasm. And basically, he's saying, like, oh, that means, like, he was trying to use that arm, like, as he died. Yeah. So... The one thing I'll say is I looked into this because I was like, that's fucking cool. And I've never heard of that. Um, It is a thing, but it doesn't happen that far out. Like it happens like right after they die. Um, When
1: you still have nerve pathways that aren't dead yet.
2: Yeah. Like it's literally like around the the time of like the rigor that happens, which is like within minutes, not within hours. So pretty cool. Anyway. It is cool. Yeah. Not a not a real thing as they presented it, but not not as cool as they presented it. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. I liked it because I got to learn something new. Pretty cool. (gasps) Yeah,
1: I learned that I can get sucked out of a plane. So we've all learned fun things today. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's feeling good. Everyone's feeling great. Great. Excellent. I can take no public transit. I'm You're an agoraphobic right? now. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm never going to leave this room. Everything's safe here with my little my little plushies. <laughs> and then a plane just comes and smashes into yeah, my- Yeah, you can't- I'm The I'm thing is, you, is, you,
2: can't cheat death. You can't cheat it, so might as well live your life, you know? That's true. That's a really good point. All right, I'll fly
1: to you soon. Okay. I hope I don't have a cadaveric spasm on my way there. Oh my God. <laughs> I, hope I hope it's something cute. Like I like pose really cute. I want my middle finger
2: to move. Of course you do. <laughs> You're like, I feel like I'm going to die. Quick! Clip <laughs> <quip> everybody off! <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to break. you like, like this. my middle finger really hard as I'm dying.
1: Or I, I'll wink I really hard it. as I'm dying. Yeah, wink. That way yeah, my, do it. I'll wink at you freak once him out. I die. <laughs> Aw, at me? Yeah. You'll I'll definitely be there as I'm dying, won't you? I'll crawl in your casket. Aww. That's nice. JK, you will have murdered me by the time that you're dead. (laughs) If I'm dead, you've
2: been dead for a long time.
1: (laughs) You say that. You said that today. You're
2: such a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) It's a freaking office quote. I know, (laughs) but you say it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we talk about each other dying very frequently, like an awkward (laughs) amount of the time. Are we okay? We're fine. We're fine. It's fine, though.
1: If you die, I die. If I die, you die. It's fine. right? That's normal. Sounds good. Normal best friend stuff. Anyway, (laughs) I cannot wait to rate and rank this. So, Ariana, on a scale of one to ten. Tell me critical reception. I have to tell you. I didn't look it up. No, you have to guess it. I'm not going to. It's going to be
2: bad.
1: No, I want you to guess it. I think it's going to be so fun. Okay. Rotten tomatoes, I assume. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that critics did not get it. I'm already angry on its behalf. I'm going to say critics gave it like a 63. Okay. Splat tomato. Oh, that's wrong. She gave me a face. Okay. And audience gave it like a 60, no,
2: 76. Close. Really? And by close, I mean, if you switch the numbers for critics, 36. So no. (laughs) 36? 36. No. Pretty rough that's rough 36 they did not get it you didn't get it um audience was it. close though 68
1: Ooh. yeah you know it jokes on them because like this movie is gonna have former movies birthed yeah very soon yeah i like so it. i'm not crying for final destination <laughs> <laughs> no they got the last laugh you know how much money this movie made Hmm. I had
2: mentioned its budget, which yeah. was 23 million. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say forty million. It's a really good guess. It's closer to like
1: 113 million. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude.
2: Holy so shit. I'm
1: not I'm shedding no tears. Yeah, they definitely got the last <laughs> laugh.
2: <laughs> um the critics yes. are dumb.
1: <laughs> the critics did not get it. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Um one more thing I do want to say you know like um in the beginning whenever Devin Sal was boarding the plane he's seeing all these like premonitions like there's a baby crying yeah. blah, blah blah um there's a dent on the plane and one of them is a big one is that they hear John Denver come on yeah the music um and he says like hey he's just died in a plane crash and that was directly lifted from um one of the co-writers or co-directors who he had the same experience. He was in an <gasps> airport bathroom waiting for his flight and John Denver came on. He's like, hmm.
2: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> he
1: he got through that flight just fine. But clearly, yeah, he added that little like uh, anxiety episode. That's into. pretty cool.
2: I thought it was cool. That's interesting. And I'm never going to be able to listen to John Denver again. I know, except it's going to play at the end of this.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we should, right? Yeah.
1: Get excited. I'm sorry, but like every single like musician from like 1970 to 1990, um, like half of them died in
2: plane crashes because they took these private planes, these tiny little private planes. Didn't Buddy Holly die in a plane crash, too? Yes. Yeah. Isn't there a song written about the day music died? Oh, that's the American Pie song. That's a reference to the day that Buddy Holly died.
1: Oh, sad. That phrase, Yeah.
2: I learned that in a bar trivia. The day the music died. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. A lot of people die in plane crashes, so don't they fly really on airplanes ever again. <laughs>
1: ever again. You heard it here first. I'm just kidding. If you have an anxiety, you'll be fine, but don't get on
2: a private plane ever. I mean, if you're if you're Never. playing the odds, it'll be fine. Oh my god. If you're playing you the odds. Roll the dice. Roll the dice, but you know, the odds are in your favor. To what degree is yeah, questionable? I'm just looking at all these
1: different <laughs> memorials of
2: Buddy Holly, but you yep. do you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare fuel. Anyway, so I'll read it now if you want. I'm ready. Okay. So I think about this movie frequently. I think it was a very, very interesting concept that stuck with me for years and years. I thought that this movie was not as corny as it could have been. I think they tried really hard to make it less corny. And they they tried really hard to make it very realistic in certain instances, but they also made it like funny in other instances. Um, I think it played a big role in my nostalgia for horror movies. um, And it's a fun rewatch. It's a fun date movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's something that is you know change the genre or you know is at the top of its you know top highest movies for its type of horror movie um so but i did really really like it and i really enjoyed it and i think it's very fun um high yield in regards to entertainment um movie yeah. so i am going to give it 7 out of 10 Men pooping.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously though. Why are so many men pooping in this movie? Literally
2: three different men pooping scenes. I don't understand.
1: Enough. (laughs) That's three too many. We're done. Respectable. Yeah. Seven out of ten respectable. So I I would agree with everything you're saying. I think that this was a very influential movie. I think it was very different for what the movies were of the two thousands. And hey, it spawned a franchise, so like enough said. Yeah. And it's it's as far as like Fun horror movies, this is about as fun yeah. as it gets. Because mm-hmm. you know they're all going to die. So, like, get over it and enjoy it. And enjoy it. So, for that reason, I give it 7 <laughs> out of 10 ah, Supernatural Puddles. Yay! Ghost Yay. Puddles. We love a ghost puddle.
2: Love, <laughs> love to love see it. it. <laughs> all right. Now,
1: the more difficult part.
2: Scoreboard.
1: Let's look at it. Scoreboard. So, we're heading on over to our website, which is nightlighthorrormovieclub.com Backslash scoreboard (laughs) to see our overarching scoreboard, our ranking of all the movies that we've covered so far. So,
2: uh, oh boy. This is tough. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Let's see. Watched
1: a lot of movies. I hate
2: to do it. I'm starting at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to do it to you. I think that if it were just me, I'd probably put this in the 60s.
1: 60s. So in the 60s, we got Idle Hands. Okay, so 59 is Idle Hands, way lower than I would like for it to be. Then we have <laughs> the original Black Christmas, Disturbia, Tucker and Dale, Wreck, Trick or Treat, Raw, Beetlejuice,
2: Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice needs low. to be way higher than 60. This way is the part higher. where we get mad at our score.
1: Yeah, <laughs> more than um, anything, Ariana. I really do think one of these days we're gonna have to get like we're gonna just
2: redo it? it. Yeah,
1: yeah, just fix it. <laughs> But not today. Today, we um, we made our bed. Now we got to sleep in it. So I agree. It's just very hard to put this above things like Beetlejuice
2: and Nightmare on Elm focus Street, on one, which is though, seventy. These are all I sure can. <laughs> you don't know me. You can't focus on just that one. Watch me. It's fucked.
1: But Trick or Treat is sixty-four. Disturbia is sixty-one. You like this more than Disturbia? I did. But I do. I know you love Disturbia. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Beetlejuice are throwing me off. Beetlejuice is number 66. Ignore Beetlejuice. Okay.
2: (laughs) I will if you promise that we can do it some justice. I I love Beetlejuice. But the thing about this fucking terrible scoreboard is that when there's an outlier, you have to ignore it. Otherwise, it's going to be chaos. I
1: can't. Okay, okay, fine. But then Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street are 69 and 70. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Fuck. All right. All right, all right, all right.
2: I'm going to um, number 60. That's what I'm going to call it. Okay. So below idle hands. Okay. Um, below black phone. We can put Devin, Devin Siwa next to Devin Siwa.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of like them That's together. Cute. I think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And above black Christmas, people are going to hate on me for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this is more of my generation than black Christmas. Love black Christmas. But uh, I just, I don't know. You don't want to see Devin and Devin like next to each other. It's I really think it's cute. cute. I think it's cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. And I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this ranking. I can't scroll down. I get angry a little bit. Yeah, don't scroll down. <laughs> mm, too late. <sighs> Scrolling back up. All right, number 60. Yeah, sounds good. Respectable. I'm down for that. Well done, New 23 year old
2: teen horror movie.
1: <laughs> you did good.
2: Love it. Love it. Well, I can't Proud wait to find you. out what our next one is. I'm <gasps> hoping. The Kate poll. I'm hoping that the Kate poll doesn't make me watch <laughs> Sleepaway Camp, but here we are. <laughs> You've been fighting it's it for gonna so long. It's going to be Sleepaway Camp because if Sleepaway Camp ties with anything, it's going to be Sleepaway Camp. We all know that. Correct.
1: That That's a fact. <laughs> but, you know, I would be happy with any of these winning. Um, I picked my top, like, 10 to 11 from the ones that were recommended, and I would be honored to cover any of them. So I'm just excited for whatever wins.
2: Yay. Guys, if Yay. sleepaway camp wins, then for the Ariana poll, we have to get really fucking psychological, horror, terrifying, nightmare fuel Why movie. would movie. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> we <laughs> have calm to bring down with your revenge. <laughs> we have to bring the nightmare fuel. For the Ariana pole. No, we don't. We have to. <laughs> if we're gonna do fucking sleepaway camp, the camp is no, cutest slasher eighties. It's Kate not. Movie. It's very eighties.
1: Shut up. <laughs>
2: you don't know me uh,
1: you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it yeah because okay. we don't know okay we don't know what's gonna happen okay sounds good sounds y'all good. y'all stay tuned for the kate poll stay tuned for the ariana poll because i'm going to be asking for recommendations on instagram so please go find us on instagram and on facebook and join us if you feel like it on patreon with our club officers we have really good fun with our club officers we have a club discord we all chat and send memes and it's just a delightful time so um, hit us up on our various social medias. Find us at com. If you like us, if you think we're cute, please give us a rating or a review because that's how other people find us. Um, and we're just desperate for compliments. So <laughs> please. <laughs> but more importantly, all that we need is for you guys to stay spoopy and we'll see you next time. Stay spoopy.
0: Bye. string's already broken and he doesn't really care. It keeps changing fast and it don't last too long. say that he got crazy once and he tried to touch the sun and he lost a friend but kept a memory now he walks in quiet solitude, the forests and the streams seeking grace in every step he takes his side has turned inside himself to try and understand the serenity more people, more scars upon the land In the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain and fire in the sky I know he'd be poor a man if he never saw an eagle fly Rocky Mountain High i yeah.